and WICH Norwich at 94.5 W233DB Norwich. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. A couple dozen youngsters and a few adults rushed to the hospital following a carbon monoxide leak at a daycare center in Allentown, Pennsylvania. A 911 call for an unconscious child bringing a huge emergency response. Firefighters and EMTs responding. Their monitors warned of high levels of CO in the air. No word yet on the source of that leak. If Republicans retake control of Congress as a result of the midterm elections, it may not go well for some high-ranking members of the Biden team, including the president himself. We need to impeach Joe Biden, number two. We need to impeach Secretary Mayorkas, and number three, we should impeach Merrick Garland. Georgia Republican Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, if the GOP wins the House majority in November, she is poised to become an influential player, shaping the Republican agenda. The U.S. Supreme Court rejecting Dylan Roof's appeal of his death sentence, the 2015 massacre at a predominantly black church, Charleston, South Carolina. Nine people were killed in the shootings at Mother Emanuel AME Church in Charleston. The southern Ukrainian city of Zaporizhia is hit by a new round of Russian missile attacks today. The latest strikes come as a death toll from yesterday's Russian attacks across Ukraine continues to rise. Ukraine's state emergency service say that at least 19 people were killed and over 100 others wounded in Monday's Russian missile strikes across Ukraine. The service adds critical infrastructure facilities were hit in Kiev and 12 other regions and 301 cities and towns were without power. Russia on Monday retaliated for an attack on a critical bridge by unleashing its most widespread strikes against Ukrainian months. They hit at least 14 areas, with most attacks far from the war's front lines. I'm Charles Diladesma. More on these stories at townhall.com. Losing your family's home movies and photos would be devastating. That's why Legacy Box exists, to preserve your family's recorded moments digitally, ensuring they're safe forever. Think of the time and money your family invested to capture family vacations, birthdays, even your wedding. Recording a lifetime of memories was a commitment. Camcorders cost thousands, and cameras required film and development. Legacy Box is the final step to preserve your family's past. Thankfully, it doesn't require another big investment. Legacy Box is safe, simple, and affordable. Over one million families have trusted Legacy Box to convert their analog media to digital. You owe it to your family to safeguard your memories. Become your family's hero and save them before it's too late. For a limited time, Legacy Box is offering an exclusive discount when you go to LegacyBox.com LBOX. That's LegacyBox.com LBOX. An animal cruelty law in California could raise costs of pork nationwide, and the U.S. Supreme Court is hearing the case. The case before the High Court is Proposition 12, passed by California voters in 2018, but has yet to go into effect. It says the pork sold in the state must come from pigs whose mothers were raised with at least 24 square feet of space. That rules out confined metal crates that are common in the pork industry. The National Pork Producers Council and the American 
Farm Bureau Federation sued over the law, arguing that most of the pork consumed in California comes from other states and that complying with Proposition 12 could cost the industry $290 million to $350 million. John of Water, Washington. Israel's Prime Minister says the country has reached an historic agreement with neighboring Lebanon over their shared maritime border after months of negotiations. Townhall.com. Morning, everybody. Mostly sunny today. Temperatures in the upper 60s. Tonight, mostly clear. Fog redeveloping. Chilly in spots. Overnight low 45. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, becoming partly sunny in the afternoon. Highs in the upper 60s and low 70s. Thursday, partly sunny with a chance of rain in the afternoon and evening. Highs will be in the mid to upper 60s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Tuesday. 54 in Norwich, 55 in New London. Good morning. I'm Marty Hausberger, a former Groton Town Police officer says he was the victim of discrimination. 34-year-old Nicholas De La Cruz was injured and had hoped to get an office job within the Groton Police Department, but did not. Claims it was because he's Filipino and Puerto Rican. Town officials are not commenting. Over 100 deaths confirmed in Florida from Hurricane Ian. State officials announced yesterday that the Medical Examiner's Commission has confirmed 102 deaths, two of them the Yasenkos, a couple from Norwich. The majority of the deaths occurred in Lee County, where the Yasenkos had a vacation home. President Biden is, quote, right to raise the risk of nuclear conflict, in quote, with Russia. That, according to U.S. Senator Chris Murphy, appearing on CNN, the Connecticut Democrat said that while he did not see any signs of imminent nuclear weapons use by Russian President Vladimir Putin, he stressed the Kremlin leader was getting, quote, pushed into a corner, end quote, in his war with Ukraine. Murphy also rejected criticism over Biden's recent Armageddon comments, saying that any softening in the president's language would lead to escalation. Mostly sunny today, 68-54 in Norwich. At 10.05, next news at 11, I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. Bah humbug politics. Right. Oh, yeah. Ebenezer Stooge. something else. Ebenezer Scrooge, yes. Scrooge. Yeah, Scrooge, Scrooge. He'd be good running for office. What do you think? I Ebenezer? think he'd be an excellent candidate. He'd be, you know, excellent. you know, they could see the campaign. He's a tight wad and yeah, he doesn't yeah. care for Tiny Tim. Angry, just yeah. Wouldn't give Jacob Marley the day off. No. What kind of a candidate would that be, huh? A winner. That's who. Mm. A winner. You hear about some of these races, and they're finding all these things about these people, you know, and. I forget his name, but there's one where the uh, his son actually went online and said what a horrible person he is. Oh, yeah, it was Herschel Walker's son. Herschel Walker's son. The Senate candidate in Georgia. Yeah, wow. I think there's some kind of history there, because he is really a one-off on his dad. Man, I mean, for his kid to go online with his dad running for office and saying all those things about his father. Yeah, that wasn't pretty. Good grief. But that's never been done before. I don't think George Washington's kid ever did that. We didn't have any kids, actually. I don't think I ever remembered him. No, George did not. No, he was too busy chopping down cherry trees. (laughs) I get, I don't know about you, but I get so many emails, people wanting money from me. Um, Constantly. Yeah, yeah, sometimes. They want money for uh, politicians. Unless you're just picking on me because I interview them or something. I don't know. I don't know. They know you got a lot of money. (laughs) 
loaded. If I did, I wouldn't have any left with all these people trying to pick my pockets. Yeah. It's amazing. Isn't it amazing? Yep. The hands are out, baby. The hands are out, baby. So today, Sue Dubs will be checking in a little bit with us uh, from the Uncas Health District. Yeah, it's talking that season about again, uh, flu. Have you gotten your shot yet? No, I'm going to get it probably this week. I haven't got mine yet either. And we'll talk about the other uh, COVID, COVID shot. shots. That, that, that's out, the new one, yeah. It's the double or whatever it is. It's supposed to protect you from upcoming COVIDs for the next 12 years. <laughs> I don't know. I'll uh, just walk around with my arm out. Just get it over just with. poke me with something. Give me some pill. I don't care. I don't care. I don't know. I was thinking maybe I wouldn't get that shot. I don't know. The uh, the latest the latest COVID latest thing. booster. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I my wife got it the other day. She didn't feel too bad the next day. It's just bit. I know so many people that got the shots that still got it. So I yeah kind of wonder. And then some people will never get it. I know a few people that haven't gotten it. Yeah. Even people who have been exposed to it by family members have not gotten it. Yeah. It's hard to figure out that thing. It is. It's weird, isn't it? No. Just uh, Dr. Fauci is still talking about it. I guess he still has to finish out the year and then he's retiring. Is that it? I think that's the case, yes. Yeah. Monkey, knock on wood, but I don't hear anything about monkeypox anymore. Mm, I heard a little something really? last a little week bit? or two weeks ago. Monkeypox? Not, not much, yeah. Well, I'll ask Sue and see if um, she can give us an update on that. But she's going to talk mostly about the flu shot and the upcoming COVID shot and uh, just a little segment on our program after 11 o'clock. It's important to check it out. Sure. You know, this is kind of a scary new update. Pedestrian deaths in Connecticut are increasing considerably. They sure seem to be. You're always... Isn't seeing that, or hearing about somebody getting run over, yeah. You think we just because we're our mind is somewhere else, or we're yeah? On the, I think we're on our phones texting and not paying attention. And I think it. some of it's probably the pedestrians' fault. They just assume you're going to stop and you don't. Or yeah, never assume anything. Cross a highway, even on a crosswalk, dark, never assume anything. With dark clothes, I saw a guy walking on the wrong side of the road the other night in pitch black <clears throat> darkness yeah. with uh, dark clothes on. I'm mm-hmm. like, you're just asking to get run over, dude. Yeah, and you know, Probably sue you. So it's, yeah, it's, it's it's a little bit of everything. But I think it's mostly distracted driving. Distracted driving more yeah. than the uh, pedestrian? Yeah, yeah, I think so. It says more than um, pedestrian deaths have more than doubled over the past 10 years. Yeah, oh, I believe it. Mm. About the same time the iPhone and the smartphones have become popular. Yep. Yeah. And look five ways before crossing the street. Yeah. We used to have uh, in our school, in the schoolyard, policemen would come and lecture us about crossing the street. Yeah. And we also had on route to school, because we walked to school, oh, you poor kid. We walked to school and they had, uh, I don't know, young people who were just monitoring different crosswalk areas. Yeah, the crossing guards. Crossing guards. Yeah, we still have those. They were very young, very young. I think these are very old, but... Yeah, crossing guards. They're fairly old. Sure, we look both ways. I don't think ways. any kids are doing it anymore. But no, I don't think so. Seasoned but I, adults are. Maybe I just... It seemed like they were just older kids. Could have been. Yeah. Crossing Could've people. Been, yeah. so. I don't think they have that anymore. Mm-mm. No. So, look both ways before crossing. 
Never assume that the uh, car is going to stop. I never do. Never, never, never. Never assume. Even when you're on a crosswalk. Yes, even when you're on a crosswalk. Not everybody does the right thing because they daydream just like the pedestrians do. Oh, we're getting so serious. Sometimes I don't see them. They're not in the crosswalk, but they're standing there wanting to cross, and I just don't see them. They're Mm -hmm. on the curb. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, yeah, I don't mean to not let them go, but I just didn't see them. You go by, and you see them, and you go, oh, I should have stopped. Yeah, I feel bad. But the worst thing is uh, at night when these people are wearing dark clothes, you can't see them. Yeah. Scary stuff. You know, they've got so many things you can put on that are bright and, you know, oh, yeah. bright All lights, whatever. Yes, you can light yourself up like a Christmas tree. You nowadays. can write. You can be like you're out of, from out of space, anything. Yes, you look like an alien. Let us know that you're there. Yes. Okay? That way we won't run over you. And that's the last thing anybody wants to do. Oof. I can't imagine running over somebody mm. accidentally. Ugh, I know. I feel so horrible. You said accidentally. If there's somebody that maybe you have a gripe with, it's not a problem. Oh, I'll run right over them. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. Okay. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Good riddance. <laughs> <laughs> Just drive carefully and look both ways. <laughs> <laughs> don't uh, make me mad. Yes. Well, after that, good night, folks. <laughs> Be careful. That's all. You never know. We might have just saved somebody's life now. Yeah, I hope so. Seriously, next time you cross the street, think about what Marty and I talked about. Yeah. And if he you, he doesn't have a grudge against you, then uh, you'll be all set. You're safe. Mm-hmm. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode test, Island. Test, 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 the test, test, Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now, here's Stu Breyer. I got a little anxious this morning. I went to get my annual blood work for my physical, and uh, she looked in the computer and said, uh, I see that um, you have limited coverage on this. And I'm going, man, maybe I should just run out of the place, but I think it must be wrong. So I got the blood work done, and I immediately called my insurance company, sweating bullets, because you know how much that can cost when you get blood work. Before a uh, examination, but I guess they made a mistake at uh, the place where I got the blood work. At least I hope it's that way. Otherwise, I'll get the bill and I'll be passing out. 889-5252. WICHAM and FM, Stu Breyer with you. Let me roll up my sleeves if you would like to discuss anything and everything. The number is 889-5252. 8895252. I used to be so afraid of needles, and now I don't even feel them. It's really amazing how quickly they do that, and I just never look at it. I kind of close my eyes or I look the other way. I just don't want to look at it, but I, I don't feel a thing. Hey, how about some weather? All right, I'll do it myself. Mostly sunny uh, this afternoon, 68. weather that we're having right now. Welcome to the program. It's really interesting. Your uh, weather. There you go. Your uh, signal keeps going away. Your your audio, and then it'll come back ten seconds later. Well, by golly, I think we've got it all under control. Well, I hope so. Actually, I heard it yesterday too. 
Actually, I just I just pressed a button and there was nothing there. So <laughs> you pressed the button and found out you weren't there, huh? <laughs> There's something I'm I'm not all there. No, yeah, that happens well, once I, in a while. I just turned the radio up for a second and I heard myself. So you better press the button again and get rid of that. You heard yourself. <laughs> well, that's there could be worse things you could hear. I guess that's true. Mm-hmm. So I just had a comment about the people who. who Walk down the road in dark clothing at night and yeah. just make themselves almost targets to get injured or killed. Seriously, uh, it's amazing how they don't think about that. They think automatically everybody's going to spot them. Yeah, and I hear about this all the time. It's not just you and Marty. And while I'm not someone who likes the idea of, oh, let's pass a law for this and let's pass a law for that, there are laws that make sense. And I wonder if either the state or the local towns, I think it would work better if the state did it, if we had a fine, if these people were fined for being so incredibly stupid and and putting themselves in harm's way, as well as the drivers of vehicles. How could we find them to fine? It's so dark. (laughs) Cops are good at that stuff. By the way, while while you're with me... um, Please remember that when you are walking, walk on the uh, the side where... Facing traffic. Facing traffic, so you can see yeah. the traffic coming. When you're on a bicycle, you ride with the traffic. Right, Which, exactly. Okay, just And these seem like simple things, and we all learned them as kids, but I guess they're not taught anymore, or everybody believes that they're infallible. You know, oh, that'll never happen to me. Well, it does happen. Even when you're on a crosswalk... Kevin, they should not automatically think the driver's doing the right thing. Exactly. So you, have aware of alert. That. you have to pay attention to the here and now, what's going on in the real world, because that, that guy or gal coming down the road at 50 miles an hour is not virtual. They're not online. Mm-hmm. They're a real 2,000-pound hunk of metal coming at you. But Marty's right. Sometimes when you go th- as a crosswalk, the person is so far to the right, you really don't notice them waiting there. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, that's a good point, too. But like I say, I'm not one who's a law for this, a law for that all the time. But I think it might be useful in this case if there were like a $100 fine or something. Uh, that the, that the I, I hate giving the cops another job to do, but <laughs> these people, are they're putting the drivers in danger themselves and the police officers who have to then go set up a crime scene on the side of the road and do an investigation while other cars are speeding past, past them. So not only are you taking the chance of ending your own life, you're putting other people in danger. And those things are so inexpensive, just a little shiny thing you can put on your your arm or something like that, and it, it's got a little glare Maybe, to yeah. it. Oh, yeah, a little armband. Uh, even though I'm sure some manufacturer could come out with a clever, popular design even on the butt of the pants or the, mm-hmm. the skirt or whatever it is for the ladies, you know, some sort of something. I'm not a clothing designer, which you probably have noticed. Oh, no, you're, you're a fashionable guy. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I know you're a fashionable guy. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's so simple. Or maybe, uh, maybe I know America's Night Out is a big thing every August. Maybe start giving out white shirts. I don't know. Well, let's that's uh, for you. I, I, I throw this stuff out there and leave it for the smart people to fix. Well, that's you. Somebody's got to start it somewhere, and uh, yeah, you're a yeah. smart Alec. I mean, smart person. But, uh, 
Indeed, indeed. So that's my big contribution. I didn't mean to be the first caller of the day, but nobody else called in. That's fine. There's somebody waiting now. I was going to call and do the weather for you, but you found your forecast. I did find my (laughs) forecast. Originally, it didn't come up when it was supposed to, but I found it. Thank you, sir. All right. We'll see you later. Take care. Hi. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hello, Susan. What's on your mind? Oh, well, I'm reading the day paper. Oh, and I'm looking at page A3 with Stefanowski, candidate, sitting at the day editorial board desk. And I look at him and I think, you know, that guy really could be governor. I mean, he looks very professional. And But my problem is all of the questions that he was asked um, to me, there are more important things going on in this state to make this state good again, to live in. And I would tell you what they are that I would have asked, okay? Number one, would you cancel out all of Ned Lamont's executive orders that he did starting COVID? Because some of them were kind of dumb. Um, <clears throat> would you let troopers deal with ICE again, because right now that they, uh, they are forbidden by Lamont, would, we, um, would you cancel out our status as a sanctuary state? That really bugs me. Mm-hmm. And um, no more illegal light driver's permit licenses to illegals. I'm not kidding. They look, for as far as I know... They look just like our blue and white regular Connecticut license. And I know that the person that was uh, two weeks ago going the wrong way and hit a trooper on the other side of the state, of but course. you don't know that for sure, Susan. Hit, uh, yeah, but I listen to the New York station, which gets all of stupid Connecticut's info. It was a driver's permit. And if it was a Connecticut driver's permit that illegals are getting, he was driving. Uh, why is a 32-year-old going to have a driver's permit? Give me a break. And so it's like cut the driver's permits to illegals, undo all of the executive orders that make no sense, let our troopers deal with ICE and no more sanctuary states. Because basically all this other stuff that they asked him, whatever. I don't care about abortion. I don't, um, and this immunity, well, that does protect, uh, whatever. Affordable housing and all that, that can be dealt with in the future. It's the stuff that the Democrats have done Well, to you're going to have to uh, interview Mr. Stefanowski because, um, you know, uh, we need to cover all those things, so... I hope the next time he's interviewed, he'll mention some of the things. He's not going to get rid of everything. I mean, you you act like the current governor has done everything wrong, which is not true. Well, like he said in here, if you read the big article, the thing about, oh, we've got a big surplus. And like Stefanowski said, the only reason you have a surplus is because of COVID funds coming in. It's not because of anything that um, Lamont did. And as a matter of fact, though, Create, making us be a sanctuary state, and I know we are, because on all the other stations, we're read off as one. And, you know, so it's like our state, 
The Democrats turned it upside down, and we need. But you know what? You can't. You can't fix something unless it's broken. And our state is broken, and we need someone to come in and fix it. And okay. I will tell you what I heard in the middle of the night, maybe on the third hour. Was it an hour? Owl? What did you hear? Quickly. Well, well, okay. We have got a, a partial eclipse coming October twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. And we have, get this, a lunar eclipse coming the day of voting. And oh, conspiracy. on between one and three said, this is going, okay, we're going to have a red wave. We are going to have a right, red I wave. Don't, I don't predict those things, but I got to run. Thank you. All right. The lunar is coming. The eclipse is I used to think eclipses were like every 10,000 years. Now we have about four or five a year. I guess they're becoming very, very popular. Any topic, 860-889-5252. All opinions are welcome on this program. Are you making multiple trips to the pharmacy each month, taking up your precious time? It's time for you to simplify. I'm Sandra Grillo from Utley & Jones Pharmacy, here to tell you about our exciting refill coordination program called Simplify My Meds. With Simplify My Meds, you won't worry about running short of pills or running out of refills. Our pharmacists and staff will check with you every month, review your medications, vitamins, supplements, and call your doctors to get refills for you. With Simplify My Meds, you can get all of your prescriptions filled at the same time every month. You can have the convenience of a single monthly trip to the pharmacy or delivery to your home or office. Isn't it time for you to simplify your life? Isn't it time for you to come into Utley & Jones Pharmacy? That's Utley & Jones Pharmacy, 112 Lafayette Street, Norwich, and online at www.utleyandjones.com. Swamp Yankee, that's a term that means a lot of things. To some, it's a hick or a redneck. We prefer something along the lines of salt of the earth. To us, they represent those who are good with tools or fast thinkers, aren't easily lured by shiny modern stuff, and have possibly eaten a possum or two. At Squamp Yankee Arms, they sell firearms to those who wear the term proudly. Whether for hunting, protection, or just peace of mind, Swamp Yankee Arms, 89D North Main Street, Jewett City. Fox News commentary. The co-founder of Nike is backing a Republican for governor in Oregon, and he's putting his money where his mouth is. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. Hi, I'm Lisa Booth for Bishop Gold Group. Are you worried about your financial future as retirement gets closer? All over the country, soon-to-be retirees are fearing for their financial future as markets remain volatile. Bishop Gold Group helps you invest in gold and gold IRAs to protect your wealth and retirement during times of high inflation and wild swings in the market. Secure your future today. Contact Bishop Gold Group by dialing pound 250 from a mobile phone and say the keyword Bishop Gold or visit bishopgoldgroup.com. The Oregon Republican. You don't hear those three things together often until now. Nike co-founder Phil Knight is not only backing Oregon gubernatorial candidate Christine Drazen, but has donated $1 million to her campaign. The money will go a long way in this tight race as she takes on Democrat Tina Kotek. With Knight's donation, Drazen has raised about $13.9 million and spent almost $10.5 million since January 2021. Well worth it to save Oregon. But Knight previously donated a whopping $3.75 million to unaffiliated candidate Betsy Johnson. But since she doesn't have a shot, this 
new Phil Knight allegiance switching is telling. Instead of supporting the Democrat, he picked the Republican. And in Oregon, of all places, that has got to indicate that Oregon's most well-known billionaire has also had it with the lawlessness and BS of the Democrat Party. And one look at Portland and you can see why. I'm Tommy Lahren and you can listen to all my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. I'm Stu Breyer, and all opinions are welcome on this program, 860-889-5252. We can get bipartisan calls. We can get partisan calls. We can talk about other things. As I mentioned earlier, in Connecticut, the number of pedestrians struck and killed by cars has more than doubled in the last 10 years. State officials and advocates for pedestrian safety attribute the rise in pedestrian deaths to a combination of larger and heavier cars higher speeds, and distracted drivers. Sometimes there's distracted walkers as well. Although state lawmakers have taken steps to address the issue, the number of deaths is still climbing. 2022 is on pace to be another deadly year for pedestrians in the state. Here's what you need to know. How often are pedestrian deaths occurring in Connecticut? Pedestrian deaths are increasing, and the pandemic did not slow the rise. From 2010 through 2015, there were fewer than 50 pedestrian fatalities a year. Every year since then has been more than 50 and highs of 65 fatalities in 2016 and 2021. Pedestrian and cyclist fatalities are hovering a 30-year high. In 2020, Connecticut ranked 13th in the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Wow. Safety Administration coming up with those statistics. And they're quite scary. Quite scary. An analysis of pedestrian deaths over the past five years shows that most of them occur in urban settings along major roadways or in municipalities with state roads that run through them. So what do you think is causing the surge in Connecticut pedestrian deaths? Hmm? Connecticut Department of Transportation officials and advocates for improving roads for biking and walking agree on the causes. Both groups have been studying that. Believe the increase in pedestrian deaths stem from larger, heavier vehicles that are driving faster and more recklessly on roads that aren't designed for increased pedestrian traffic. We'll have more on that coming up. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Good morning. Sound like you got a cold. Oh, it's allergies. Allergies. Yeah. Hey, pedestrian deaths, and not only Connecticut, any state, there's not too many days that you can't drive down the highway and see pedestrians walking around with their nose in their cell phones and texting. Well, that's, of course, a terrible, dangerous thing. And, uh, you know, we warn people all the time about that. Well, they're walking around the streets, not looking where they're going. And uh, they probably step out into traffic, too, and get uh, knocked mm-hmm. off. Well, it's not always the driver's fault. No, it's not always the driver's fault. No. Uh, they, they, they've got to, you know, quit uh, texting as they're walking down the streets and whatnot. That, that, that's, uh, boy, that's, that's dangerous. Yep, you're certainly anyway, not... that's my thought for today on the pedestrian deaths. All right, Have thank you. Have a good you. day, Stu. Hello, good morning to you. You're on the air. Uh, Stu, um, I don't imagine too many of your listeners uh, read the New York Times, but I somebody picked it up for me over the weekend, and they had a two-page feature with... Uh, a story or a analysis and pictures and whatnot drawings of the Social Security cost of living increase, which we'll hear about mm-hmm. officially on Thursday. The indication it's going to be about 8.9%, but the official figure won't be known until uh, 
um, Thursday. That cost of living adjustment is a great system, and it went into effect back in 1975. And uh, there was uh, an item as part of the um, report in the Times that um, two Republican senators, God forbid, are moving to get rid of the cost of living. And that would be uh, Rick Scott from Florida. And uh, I'm trying to read it here. And um, some guy from Wisconsin, Johnson, I think his name is. Um, but, you know, you'll even love, and the National Academy of Serial, uh, Social Insurance, uh, you know, says it's wrong. I don't think they'll get that through if they take control of the Senate. I mean, there's so many millions of people affected that would lose that cost of living. They would leave the cost of living subject to a congressional vote every year, which is senseless. The cost of living adjustment has worked well. Leave well enough alone. And I don't want you to be a spendthrift, Mr. Breyer, and go wild with your big increase in Social Security on Thursday. <laughs> but we'll all celebrate, and it's nice to have a little boost in these wild yeah, times. Well, it's not too bad. I mean, what's the last figure that you heard on that? Uh, the increase? Yeah. 8.9. 8.9. Percent. So that's um, it's kind of nice. <laughs> oh, I, it, uh, last year, I think it was 5.9%. Of course, uh-huh. sometimes during the 70s and 80s, there were no increases. Now, and, and even in the 90s and later, you know, it was a 1% or something. But, uh, so inflation is bad worldwide, but there are some benefits to it. And let's hope, uh, let's mm-hmm. hope the 8.9 report is correct. Well, that's a, it's a nice feeling for a change. Yes, that's right. Good <laughs> right. to talk to you, Sue. Good to talk to you. Thank you. Yes, Social Security is going up. Can't wait till I'm eligible for it. 860-889-5252 is the telephone number. If you would like to check in on any subject, we do accept good news. As the gentleman was talking about, little good news. Sue Dubs from the Anchor South District likes to check in with us periodically. And um, certainly we're looking forward to talking with her for a little bit after 11 o'clock. So just getting back on this uh, pedestrian situation. I'm reading this today because maybe we'll save somebody's life. Don't ever get careless and assume that the driver is looking out for you. I'll tell you what the scariest thing. One day I thought maybe I hit somebody, but actually it was a deer who ran into the car. And what a horrible feeling that is. Just boom, all of a sudden. And then I looked up, and there was a, a deer limping into the woods. You're on the air. Welcome. I certainly hope I didn't have anything to do with that deer. I, I hope not. I don't. I, I, I don't. I can't do that to deer. Anyway, good morning, Stu. A story in today's day paper is about that proposed RV park located on Preston Plains Route 2, you know, those nice open cornfields by Avery Pond. Mm-hmm. Well, the so-called Foxwoods T-Rex is back again trying to push people around with their lawyers. It seems any entity or corporation affiliated with either tribal casino thinks automatically their wishes and commands are more important than the wishes and vote of the town residents. The town meeting in Preston went until midnight, as I recall, featuring former... First Selectman Congdon, who admitted this Blue Water Group 
contacted him in private two years back. Mr. Congdon's word to this developer played against Preston residents. If the development meets zoning standards, it would be approved. Wrong, in my opinion. A town hearing on it should have been immediately scheduled. There are people in Preston who hired lawyers to represent them in this case and have voted this proposal down only to be overridden by the big money special interest. I wonder who's going to buy gas for an RV camp. Or maybe it'll become a homeless illegal immigrant camp. I believe Blue Water Developer is Delaware-based, possibly another Joe Biden initiative or proposition. And I'd like to remind the public officials, residents of Preston already said no to an RV park. It's time our selectmen, congressmen, senators, even governor, listen to the people again. We say keep that land open. Save it for open space. Folks, the more that Foxwoods Casino wants to develop precious open land, like Lake of Isles housing projects, it just convinces me they're not a real tribe. Jeff Benedict wrote about how Foxwoods came to be in his book, Without Reservation. Thank you, and we'll talk again later. Bye-bye. Right, sir. Thank you for the call. I agree or disagree with that, you're welcome to 889-5252. And now, Marty's got an update on the weather. Yankee Remodeler. This is Pete from Yankee Remodeler. Business is booming, and we're looking for experienced carpenters and painters to join our team. We offer competitive wages, insurance, 401k, PTO, and more. If you'd like to work for a great company, don't wait. Email your resume to hr at yankeeremodeler.com. Yankee Remodeler. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Another beautiful day on tap today. Lots of sunshine, 68. Fog developing tonight, 45. Mostly sunny to start your day tomorrow. Then partly sunny in the afternoon, 71. Partly sunny Thursday. Looks like rain in the afternoon and evening. Thursday will be a breezy day with a high of 68. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Currently, it's 58 degrees, WICH with Stu. So what are we doing about this situation to protect the pedestrian? What are the state officials doing? Public officials are aware of the problem, taking some steps to try to curb the trend. The DOT's Community Connectivity Grant Program, designed to improve the safety and accessibility for bicyclists and pedestrians in urban, suburban, and rural community centers. Started in 2018, and nearly $30 million in funding has gone to 79 cities and towns. Governor Ned Lamont allotted an additional $12 million for the program in February. The projects already funded include $400,000 to improve the area around Ferry Street and Water Street in New London, where the train station and Block Island Ferry Terminal are located. 395000 to update the Quinnebog River Trail in Killingly. 377000 to improve the bike trails and walkways around the entrance to Central Connecticut State University in New Britain. 224000 to put in new sidewalks on Route 1 in Old Saybrook. But is that enough to solve the problem? 
No matter how many sidewalks get installed on bike trails linked, the ultimate question will be how far the state will go to make roads less car-centric, more tailored to pedestrians and bikers. Where do things stand now? There are different messages, even among state agencies. While the DOT is promoting bike lanes and sidewalks, for example, State Department of Energy and Environmental Protection is pushing electric cars, which are heavier than internal combustion cars, can accelerate faster. Meanwhile, advocates are urging officials to limit parking in areas and close certain streets to cars to create more pedestrian and bike-friendly environment. So, do you have any ideas? Stay off the roads? You're on the air. Welcome. I just want to read a little thing that uh, I don't think anybody's mentioned. Sure. But maybe I missed it. As of October 1st, 2021, drivers in Connecticut must yield to pedestrians who signal with their hands to indicate they want to cross a street. Now, people don't stop for stop signs. They're going to see your hand saying, I want to cross the street and stop. I think that law that went into effect October 1st, 2021. Of course, you know that the law is no matter if a pedestrian's doing the wrong thing, you got to stop for them. But this is you're saying they can make a signal and you give you an indication that they are crossing and give you a little heads up on it. Yeah, but but it it, it doesn't even say at a crosswalk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you just I wave did, your hand and everybody's supposed to stop while you cross the street. Well, I did know that. I mean, even if they didn't wave their hand. Uh, I mean, you were talking about not seeing the pedestrians. Mm-hmm. Sure. What are your chances of seeing his hands? Well, so, I guess if you have Vermont to cross that bad. Vermont saying all those other things, but they passed the law to kill pedestrians. Have a good day. All right, thank you. If somebody's doing the wrong thing, you got to stop. So you always have to look out because you never know when a kid or somebody's going to run across the street... I'll never forget when I was a little kid, there was a marvelous toy store called Murray's. And the little child was so excited to go to the toy store that he ran in front of a car and was killed. And, I mean, my mother used to talk to me so much about that. See, you can never do that. Never get too excited and just run across the street. So that was rubbed into our heads at an early age. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Throws up top, and he caught it! And he's in the end zone! Oh, what a play! This Saturday, the Huskies meet Ball State for the first time in 20 years. And caught in the end zone in a corner! What a catch! Touchdown, Yukon! Our coverage begins at 1230 on your home for Yukon football. Catch all the action of Yukon football all season long on 94.5 and 13 10 a.m. W-I-C-H in Norwich. 
the Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Throws up top, and he caught it, and he's in the end zone. Oh, what a play! This Saturday, the Huskies meet Ball State for the first time in 20 years. And caught in the end zone in a corner. What a catch! Touchdown, Yukon! Our coverage begins at 12:30 on your home for Yukon football. Catch all the action of Yukon football all season long on 94.5 and 1310 AM WICH in Norwich. For nearly 20 years, it was the most common sense idea Washington refused to adopt. Give Medicare the power to negotiate with the drug companies to lower our prescription drug prices. But now, at long last, it's been signed into law. Here's Congressman Joe Courtney. Getting things done in Congress takes persistence. And persistence is how we capped the cost of life-saving insulin and have finally given Medicare the power to negotiate prescription drug prices so we lower seniors' out-of-pocket costs. It's true. Joe Courtney's winning the fight to lower prescription drug prices and reduce our health care costs. The new law Courtney helped pass caps the price of life-saving insulin at $35 a month, even penalizes drug makers who increase their prices more than the rate of inflation, driving your costs down. I'm Joe Courtney, candidate for Congress, and continuing to lower your everyday costs is my top priority, and that's why I approve this message. Paid for by Joe Courtney for Congress. All right, the uh, midterm voting is uh, less than 30 days away. You know how fast that's going to come, huh? 860-889-5252. Please vote. Some countries, of course, they control the voting. So important to get out. That's what our soldiers have fought for, so we can have the freedoms to get out and vote. And I hear a lot of uh, low turnouts sometime, and try to do that, huh? Do the right thing. I know I'm a nag. It's a quarter to 11. WICHAM and FM, Sue Dubs will be joining me after the uh, 11 o'clock news. Just an update on flu, COVID, monkeypox, all the other things that we can get a little nutty over. But it's important, particularly now that the flu season, and there have been some flu cases reported in the area, that uh, this is the time to get your flu shot. Usually say October is the best time because uh, then it gets right into the tough months and you are covered, at least for the most part. I know a shot here and a shot there. Just remember when you go to another country or you go into the service, you have any idea how many shots are given. Marvin used to tell us about that, Marvin Ceruto. He uh, would tell about dozens of shots that you would have to get because you were going in certain places that uh, were prevalent in some diseases and got to get your shots. Well, let's see what else is going on here. I I like to keep you posted on some things. This being October. Boy, there's a lot of things going on. I miss the taste of Italy, don't you? And the Grecian Festival. I wonder if that ever is going to come back. I don't know. Be nice to have it back someday. Taste of Italy and the Grecian Festival. We used to love, uh, we did a lot of broadcasting down there for many, many, many years. 
I don't know if you're updated on this, but 988 has been designated as the new three-digit dialing code that will uh, route callers to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. While some areas may be currently able to connect the lifeline by dialing 988, the dialing code will be available to everyone across the United States. The previous lifeline phone number is 1-800-273-8255. will always remain available to people in emotional distress or suicidal crisis. So keep that in mind. Updates from WICH AM 1310. Going to play a little tune, get a little glass of water, and we'll be right back. If you want to check in with a telephone call, we're here for you at 889 For those of you who are uh, into sweet little songs, I've got one for you right now with Betty Everett. And this is called Let It Be Me. WICH, thanks for holding. You're on the air. Yeah, good morning, Bill. Morning, sir. Yeah, so I, I, 
I know you like to hear happy stuff, but I think I'm with most people who bother to call you. It's always something that's like you, you disagree with. You have to say something. Sure. There's an opportunity yeah, and, for uh, you to vent. Yep. You know, we got the Norwich Public Schools. They celebrate this Indigenous Peoples Day. And Governor Lamont yesterday wished everybody an Indigenous Peoples Day, a happy Indigenous Peoples Day or whatever. And, of course, our congressmen and both senators ignored it. Um, probably wisely, you know, but they just didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. Sure. If you go back in history, um, at Christopher Columbus, there is an interesting thing that happened. Some of his people, when they got there, they were taken in concubines. And Christopher Columbus actually wrote back to Spain, said, send, you know, he wanted them to send some very good priests over so that he could Christianize his own people before Christianizing the, the Indians. You know, he didn't like the way that the Indians were being treated by his people. Now, does this sound like a, like a nasty guy to you? Doesn't sound like a nasty guy to me. Not when you report it that way. I, I mean, I, mean I, I wasn't there. I don't think I was anyway. <laughs> There's no historical record that would indicate that he was nasty. Mm -hmm. uh, if you go back into history, usually what happens is a people come comes in, they conquer the other people, like Cortez did down in, I think it was the Incas. They came in with horses and with cavalry, and they killed thousands and thousands of people. And, and that was actually the way of the world. If you, if you, flip, if you flip the script around, and the, the people that had the technological superiority were here, and they went to the other side of the Atlantic, the same thing would have happened in Europe. Columbus brought Christianity, which was, at the time, the only ideology that elevated all human life, and that there was a value to everyone, regardless of what your background was. And it put in motion, you could say it put in motion what we have now, which is a liberal society where if you're black, you're Jew, you're white, you're you know, Hispanic, whatever, you have the same worth as a human being, you know, even if at the time, and it still is to an extent now, but even if at the time people thought, okay, those people are this, but, you know, but, you know, they might have a different, different attributes, but they have the same worth in terms of a moral worth, and that was an important development. Whereas with indigenous peoples, they were elevating a whole group of people, and I would say their civilizations, even the great ones, it's, they're, they're, they're not as good as ours. And if you look around here, the Mohegans were actually Pequots. They, they broke off from the Pequots. They allied themselves with the English. So the demise of the Pequots was the English, led by Roger Williams, who, again, is a great figure in terms of tolerance. But Roger Williams is involved, got in, got, got in cahoots with the Narragansett and with the Mohegans. And they went to war against the Pequots. The Pequots were chased down to a final fort in Mystic, a wooden fort that they lit on fire. Anybody that got out alive was either killed by the troops, or they were taken in as concubines, or they were sent off into slavery, many of whom went to the Caribbean. There is no Pequot tribe. And the Lamont's there celebrating a bunch of people who, some of them are just white people, skips people, and then the others, they're Narragansetts who came in. They're celebrating the indigenous heritage of a bunch of frauds. And, and, and put that aside. Indigenous heritage is what? You're, you're not celebrating greatness. Christopher Columbus did a great thing. We should all admire those who do great things. You shouldn't admire people for existing. And, and that's, what we're, that's what we're doing at this, at, this, at this stage right now. 
that the president is is is, is wishing everyone an indigenous people, happy indigenous people's day. You got the governor doing it. North Public Schools is doing it. I think it's fine to try and teach a balanced view of history because going back to Roger Williams, his colony was known to accept Quakers that no one no one seemed to like in the other colonies. And he accepted all sorts of different religious people, which was, again, that was an important development. But then him, too, he got involved with the indigenous of Rhode Island and with the Mohegans to wipe out the indigenous of right here. So if you're going to go and go after Christopher Columbus for things that he didn't, he didn't do, there was bad things that happened, um, even with the Trail of Tears. I guess I guess that's Columbus's fault too, because it never would have happened if Columbus didn't come here. But history is complicated, and I would say that at the end of the day, bad things happened between when Columbus landed and today. I mean, there's no argument there, especially with regards to you know the, the Indians and black enslavement. But even there, you had black warlords selling other black people, kidnapping black people, and selling them to a lot of European slave traders. We're going to run, but you're very interesting I mean, call. I appreciate your call. Very interesting. We've got to teach the kids about Christopher Columbus and the good that was done and why it's important, why people in the past thought it was important. And it is partly uh, Italian heritage. That's secondary. Italians were getting lynched. Well, we're definitely Not going overboard Italian. with uh, political correctness. Uh, nothing to do with Columbus's ride overboard, but... No. Uh, Thank you, sir. I think it's secondary, much like the black thing is, I think, secondary to Juneteenth. I think these are all important. All right. Thank you. But you say you got to run, so, you know, I'll, I'll let you go. Thanks. There's a man that's uh, digging into some facts and trying to get the facts, as Jack Webb used to say on Dragnet, just the facts. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Sue. Hi there. Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci? Yes. He has a new show out. It's a cooking show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a program where he, he travels to Italy and he visits the people and checks the food and finds out how they made it. And it's a very interesting program. It's only been on two weeks. Well, those shows are very popular. I think people will like it for sure. And I thought I would tell people if, if they're interested, if they could watch it, they'd enjoy it. It reminds me very much of Anthony Bourdain's show. These are on, it's on a major network, is it? Um, it's on <coughs> CNN, I think. Okay, then about everybody can get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's a very good show and, and uh, very enjoyable. I just thought I'd tell them. Well, you're such a good cook. Did you, did you really learn anything new? Uh, well, they they have different... Oh, different ways of doing things, you know, and mm. and different recipes, and and it's very good, very good. Well, thank you for the tip. Okay, you're welcome. Appreciate it. Yep. People love cooking shows. You ever go in bookstores? There's not too many around anymore. Bookstores, but if when you go in, it's just there's a whole section on cooking, cookbooks. Everybody's got a cookbook. Well, not everybody, but so many people do. It's it's amazing. A lot of so-called celebrities have cookbooks, and you say, well, why would they be better cooks than other people? But they have name recognition. Julia Roberts, main name recognition. Well, she's a good actress, but I mean, just giving you an example. She's a good actress, but how does she know how to cook so well? 
She's working all the time. These are things that I ponder. And, of course, the diet section is over the top. There are more diets. Just go through them for about 45 minutes. You don't know which one to choose. Just lose weight going through all the books there, huh? We're in the Twilight Zone. See what's happening there. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. Did you ever feel like you were in the Twilight Zone when something really weird happens? You know, so that's what it's like. I still watch those reruns, never get enough of those. The uh, Twilight Zone. All right, after the new zone, we'll get into uh, just a little health talk about getting vaccines for the flu and the COVID. Yes, COVID. Uh, even, they even have monkeypox uh, stuff out there, I think. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 Norwich. I'm Rich Thomason. Dylan Roof's death sentence will stand. So says the U.S. Supreme Court rejecting his appeal. Roof fatally shot nine people at a historically black church in Charleston, South Carolina, back in 2015. 12,300 and counting. That's how many illegal aliens Texas Governor Greg Abbott says have been bused to Democrat-run sanctuary cities up north. Cities that Abbott says can support the migrants. It's called Operation Lone Star, and Abbott says it's helping small Texas border communities that are being overwhelmed. An investigation is underway following this morning's carbon monoxide leak at a daycare center in Allentown, Pennsylvania. About two dozen people, most of them children, were taken to area hospitals. The Los Angeles City Council president has resigned that post following the leak of a recording of some racist comments that she made. Democrat Nuri Martinez stepped down as president of the L.A. City Council Monday and apologized, saying she was ashamed of her racially offensive language in the year-old recording. Her remarks, which included mocking the black son of a white councilman, came during a discussion with other Latino council members about protecting their political power during redistricting. The white councilman, Mike Bonin, called for the resignations of the others involved in the discussion as well, describing it as a coordinated effort to weaken black political representation in L.A., I'm Julie Walker. Ukraine endured more Russian missile attacks overnight. This time, the southern city of Zaporizhia was ground zero for the attacks. A death toll from yesterday's Russian strikes across Ukraine has risen to 19. Today, the G7 countries are discussing the ongoing war. What to do about it? Watching Wall Street, the Dow is up 39 points. The Nasdaq, 121 points lower. More on these stories. Townhall.com. Losing your family's home movies and photos would be devastating. That's why Legacy Box exists. To preserve your family's recorded moments digitally, ensuring they're safe forever. Think of the time and money your family invested to capture family vacations, birthdays, even your wedding. Recording a lifetime of memories was a commitment. Camcorders cost thousands, and cameras required film and development. Legacy Box is the final step to preserve your family's past. 
Thankfully, it doesn't require another big investment. Legacy Box is safe, simple, and affordable. Over one million families have trusted Legacy Box to convert their analog media to digital. You owe it to your family to safeguard your memories. Become your family's hero and save them before it's too late. For a limited time, Legacy Box is offering an exclusive discount when you go to LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. It is always a pleasure to have Sue Dubs from the Uncas Health District with us. Good morning, Sue. Good morning, Stu. So what have you got for uh, allergies? Anything? Um, yeah, when the leaves start coming down, the allergies seem to pop a little bit. So, um, you know, we see a lot of people uh, with kind of typical allergy symptoms, sneezing, red eyes, itchy eyes, runny mm. nose. Mm. Um, and it is flu season, so, you know, I hate to use the, um, the term flu, but... You know, it comes around every year about this time. About this so. time, really. October uh, is um, definitely the time to get the shot. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and there's a couple of reasons for that. Um, so we're coming into the holidays, of course. Um, Thanksgiving is a big one coming up, Christmas. And um, we're starting to see people thinking about travel plans and with flu out there. Um, We know that the Southern Hemisphere had a pretty rough flu season this year, which is kind of what we look to for our guidance. So I have a feeling we may be having a busy flu season this year, so getting your flu shot is the best way to kind of prevent that from uh, ruining your your holiday. We know, Sue, that every year there seems to be different variations of the uh, flu virus. So how far ahead do they get when they're putting these vaccines together? So for the Northern Hemisphere, the flu uh, flu vaccine is typically formulated, believe it or not, around mid to late February. There is a a huge group of um, people that are very highly educated in virology, and they sort of look at the patterns and make a very highly educated guess about what strains should be included in the upcoming season. Um, We've almost exclusively gone to quadrivalent flu vaccines now, meaning that there's two A strains and two B strains in each flu vaccine that you get. Um, Believe it or not, this year uh, they're still using an H1N1-like strain in the A strains, and uh, that's been around since 2009 and 10 when we had H1N1 for a pandemic. But um, it's, you know, been modified a little bit as the virus um, modifies over time. So it's, you know, you hear a lot about, well, you know, I got the flu vaccine, but I still got the flu. Um, So as we have said um, with many of the vaccines, uh, 
They're not intended to stop you from getting the illness. They're intended to stop serious illness and hospitalization. Which, of course, will take that, of course, if that's... But also it can stop the flu, I'm pretty sure, in some cases. Absolutely. Um, And, you know, when you do get it, you are likely getting a milder case of it than um, and a shorter um, duration of illness. So, Sue, here's the the, uh, here's the confusion. Now, there are different types. Um, I hear now older folks should get a a more potent flu shot than younger folks or. There there is a high dose formulation (laughs) available out there for. the senior population. Um, I do know that the pharmacies are pretty well stocked with that. Uh, We don't carry that here at Uncas Health District. It is a little bit more costly, but um, my understanding is that the cost of it is fully covered through anyone that has Medicare. Mm -hmm. So um, if you if you have Medicare for your insurance and you're 65 or older, that's probably the better bet. But if you cannot find it available, it's still okay to get the traditional flu vaccine. As I say all the time, some protection is better than no protection. I would assume that um, the sooner you get it, maybe the availability of the vaccine for older folks would be more prevalent, or do they just keep getting it in? Um It depends. The pharmacies, I think, tend to keep it in stock a little bit longer Mm -hmm. uh, than most physician offices, just because, you you know, people are coming in all the time to pick up their prescriptions and stuff, and you may not have an um, ability to get a medical appointment at the time that you need your flu flu shot. So um, I would check with the local pharmacies and... um, see if they have it available, and if they do, I'd recommend now's the time to go uh, get it. It's easy to get complacent because the last couple of years, um, I know you can verify that with me, there mm-hmm. have been low incidences of the flu the last couple of years. That is that is the case, but we were also much better about wearing our masks mm-hmm. and washing our hands and staying home when we were sick. Um, now people are kind of back to pre-COVID behaviors and, you know, they're maybe not staying home from sick or staying home from work if they're not feeling well and probably have dropped off a little bit on the hand washing or the hand sanitizing. And it's it's natural. I mean, flu's been around for how many years and people don't really take it seriously, but it still kills, you know, 30 to 60,000 people a year, and hospitalizations are typically around 100,000. So, you know, everything considered, we should be taking it seriously. Yeah, I get mine every year because I had it one year, and it was uh, really horrible. And uh, so I'm going to give myself the uh, the best shot. Now, exactly. The predictor- and that's a lot yeah. of reason that, you know, I find folks that are in their... Um, let's say, the the prime of their life, they're you're out in the workforce and they got the flu and all of a sudden they're coming and I always ask the question, is this the first flu shot you've ever had? And when they say yes, I say, so what changed? And it's almost always that they had the flu and don't want to have it ever again or 
somebody in their family is very sick and they're doing it to protect that loved one. Well, that's very a thoughtful thing. I have a question. Question for Sue. Go right ahead. Hi. Uh, can you get the combined uh, flu and COVID shot? Thank you. Thank you. Can you get them uh, even the same day or together, the COVID and flu shots? So the flu and the COVID shots can be co-administered on the same day. We typically give them in opposite arms, just in case somebody has a reaction, it's easier to determine which one caused the reaction. Um, the thing about the COVID booster is that it has to be at least two months since their last COVID dose. And that doesn't matter if it was a, a booster dose, a primary dose, it just has to be a two-month window between your last COVID dose and the, the booster dose. Um, but there is no um, uh, interim gap for the flu and COVID vaccine together. So if you got your flu shot last week, we can give you your COVID booster this week. Um, and we do do clinics here in the office every Thursday. You just need to call and make an appointment. And the most important thing I want to tell people is that we are still doing homebound visits for the COVID boosters. Excellent. Um, I remember when it first started, we were talking about, gee, wouldn't it be good we can get people at home and do it now? You folks are doing it all the time. We are. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I had done an... Uh, an odd visit here and there over the years just for flu shots for you know really elderly people that could not get out and it was a risk almost to take them out because of um, coming sure. in contact with other people so but it has really been an asset here in our district that we've been able to provide these um, homebound visits and we're pretty sure that if we weren't going out and doing them that these folks may not have otherwise had an opportunity to get their their vaccines so we, we hear we're, the, pretty yeah. we're pretty proud of that so we hear the term booster a lot and we think uh, is it any different from the first shot we got or is there just so much more of the vaccine in the booster shot so the the bivalent booster is um it's got 50% of what we call the ancestral strain or the, the original recipe. Um, and then we have 50% of the Omicron variant in there, which we refer to as extra crispy. So um, it's a 50-50 mix. And if you had the original COVID vaccine, your, your original COVID vaccine is being boosted with that same ancestral formula, and then you're also getting um, the added protection of the Omicron variant. So um, it's still the same dose um, as far as volume goes, but um, it's a good mix. And if you had COVID, um, you know, earlier on in the pandemic, it's probably a good idea to get this booster now just because it does have the Omicron variant in it. And that's pretty much exclusively what we're seeing mm -hmm. circulating now with the COVID cases that we're seeing today. So can you stay with us a little bit? Sure. 889 is our number. I'll be back with a sensitive question for you. Okay. And our audience, and I know you're ready for it. We'll be right back. Okay. Sue Dubs from the Uncas Health District. 
and your questions as well. This is an important segment. Jeep Adventure Days are going on now for the entire month of October here at Falvey's Motors. Come down and check out everything Jeep has to offer. With best-in-class 4x4 and towing capabilities, spacious, comfortable interiors, and smooth, reliable rides, your adventure starts here. We've all been hearing about the madness with the shortage of cars. Dealers are marking up the price of new vehicles because of, well, we don't know why either. That's why here at Falvey's Motors, we promise to never overcharge on any of our new vehicles. You heard that right. Falvey's promises that Connecticut residents won't pay over sticker price. Come by and let us help kick off your adventure in a newer certified pre-owned Jeep. We're located on Route 32 right down the street from Mohegan Sun or you can always visit us online at falvies.com where you can choose your vehicle or begin customizing in order to fit your needs. If you don't see something you like, ask us about how you can get even more savings by placing a custom factory order with us. Falvey's, your Gonna love it. W-I-C-H AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for personality radio. 1310 W-I-C-H and 94.5 FM. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Okay, a couple of questions about the COVID shot with uh, Sue Dobbs, Uncas Health District. Sue, uh, just saying, and I've got all my shots. Um, <laughs> so you had one shot. Is that pretty much something that you can't count on? You had when the when the uh, vaccine first came out, and you got it. I mean, is it pretty much left the building? Uh, I'm I'm not clear on the question. I know there's there's still anything. If you just had that one shot when they first came out that's protecting you from that one shot, or it's just something that uh, you need other shots, is what I'm saying, yeah. Um, I mean, anytime you get a vaccine, you get some level of protection. Mm -hmm. The more boosters you get, um, obviously, the better protection you have. But I think there is still a level of protection um, that is afforded to an individual when they have mm. even just one J and J, which was the single dose vaccine that a lot of people chose to do. Um, I guess I'm thinking it's kind of like the flu shot. You got to get another one every year. Yeah, it's, and to be honest, I mean, I I'm not a, mm -hmm. a virologist. Um, I'm certainly not an expert in the field, but I kind of get the sense that we're at the point where we'll probably get away with just doing an annual. Uh, booster, mm -hmm. like we get our annual flu shot. Um, you know, things have started to settle down a bit out there. It's a little bit more predictable. So, and with more and more people vaccinated and boosted, I think that the virus has kind of gotten to the point where we consider it almost endemic versus pandemic. So it just means that now it's sort mm -hmm. of part of our everyday stuff that's circulating out there, just like flu does. You are the people that I feel comfortable with through the years. Always counted on you for the uh, latest advice. <laughs> but I, more and more people are saying, gee, I got the shot. 
still got COVID. What's the sense? They're saying that. And other people are saying, I'm hearing these things. Yeah. That there are some ill effects that people have gotten that have been covered up mm. to the American people, like young people with little heart problems and this and that, and it scares the heck out of you. Yep. Um, there certainly have been um, concerns raised, and um, the one thing that I can tell you from a nurse administering the vaccine's perspective is that when they when these studies do come out and um, they identify a risk that wasn't previously known, our screening forms are updated to include screening for um, possible risk factors that have been identified since the vaccine came out to market and was more widely used. I mean, with any medication, um, when you're doing a study, the studies that you do um, before it's actually released for full public use, you're limited in, in what you can get for a side effect profile, if you will. Once it gets out in the public and it's more widely used, you are likely to see other things crop up that maybe did not happen. But then the question is, is it the, the vaccine that you got or is it just a coincidence? Um, I think we're going to be studying this for a long time, but um, I feel pretty comfortable that you know, they're keeping up with the uh, with the science, and they're they're mm-hmm. looking at the data continuously. It, the The vaccine, I do know that there are people out there that said, "Well, I had the vaccine, but I got COVID anyway." Um, yes, but you probably had a much milder course of it. You probably did not get hospitalized, and that is a win. Even though you got COVID, you didn't have a serious course of illness, you didn't get hospitalized, that is a win. So, because um, as you remember, before we had the vaccine available, the hospitals were overflowing. The long-term care facilities were just devastated. Um, but we're not seeing that now because the vaccine has provided that um, protection. So I guess um, if you want to use common sense about it, uh, you know, and we're still learning about it, obviously, that uh, you have a better chance taking the uh, COVID shot than the uh, some of the other things that we're hearing about it that may be minuscule, but people are having problems with the effects of it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's and it's not to minimize the experience that other people have had. With the vaccine, I, I, there are some people that, you know, were kind of knocked down for a few days with achiness, low-grade fever, bad headache, things like that. But um, compared to people that had COVID and are battling now long COVID, they're, they're the long haulers, um, you know, I, I guess it's you're picking the lesser of the two evils, yeah, if, if that's the way that you want to kind of view it. Particularly because uh, the COVID could lead into long COVID, and that's a serious situation, obviously. Yes. For a lot yeah. of people, there's going to be studies probably happening for decades about the impact of COVID on these individuals that are still having difficulty um you know smell and taste not coming mm. back to normal what i hear um, from what i hear fog. from uh, i hear from long COVID is some people it's 
still going on very long, and others, um, in a little while, it goes away. So it's different with everybody. Peter, mm-hmm. It appears to be that way. I will tell you an interesting uh, tidbit of information that I came across last week is there is currently a study being done for people who, despite all odds, multiple exposures, um, have managed to dodge the COVID bullet, and I fall into that category. Um, My husband has had it. My kids have had it. I have been uh, vaccinated and boosted. Um, I have not had COVID, and so they're calling us COVID super dodgers. Mm -hmm. I know some of those. <laughs> yes. And at first I was I had my own theory. I, I had read a couple of articles about O negative blood being protective, but you know, that's kind of been uh disproven. Um but they are doing a study and I signed up for it. I haven't heard back yet. I'm kinda curious to see what they're looking at as what are the protective factors or, or what is it that I have in my genetic makeup that protected mm-hmm. me through all of this. I know couples. I know couples where um, the husband or the wife has got COVID. They're sleeping together, and uh, yep. one of them doesn't get it. They, I mean, come on, if you don't get it that way. Yeah. <laughs> so um, who knows? Exactly. So, but, um, you know, like I said, we're, we're, we're still doing um, booster clinics. Um, we've had people reach out to us. We're, we're going to be touching base with our senior centers to see mm-hmm. if we can go out and do booster clinics for them. Um, private businesses have called us and asked us to go out and do clinics for them, uh, school systems. But uh, like I said, we do the, the main clinic is on Thursdays here because the other days we might be out doing clinics out in the field. Um, but the homebound visits, still very much in demand and um, Mm -hmm. I don't think I mentioned that um, if you had Moderna say for all of your shots that if the Moderna is not available you can do the Pfizer and vice versa some people have said no you know I did really well with the three Moderna shots I think I'm going to stick with that and other people were like oh that Moderna took me out. I think I'm going to try the Pfizer. Yeah, yeah. And it's that. on both sides of the, um, you know, both sides of the street. So we have both. We offer both. And, um, you know. Let me take this call for you, Sue. Sure. Sue Dubs, Lancaster Health District. Hi, welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu and Sue. Uh, yes, my question is, um, for someone that never had the COVID vaccine, if they get it, um and they wait the month like it's supposed to be until it's supposed to be effective, are they equally protected in that month, after that month, as anybody that took it originally and did all the boosters? And also, if they go and want to get an original shot, is the original the same as a booster, or do they have to say, I want to come in to get an original uh, vaccine? That was an excellent question. Thank you for that. Um, What you're referring to as the the very first doses are what we call the primary series. So that's dose one and dose two, and those formulations have not changed. But at this time, um, they will not allow uh, the original recipe, if you will, for the booster shots. If you're getting a booster now, it's always going to be a bivalent booster. 
Okay. Um, and for the primary series, once you have completed the primary series um, for Moderna or Pfizer, two weeks after you've finished the second dose, you're considered to be fully protected. Um, and then two months after that second primary dose is when you would be ready for your bivalent booster. And then you would be considered as protected as you can be with what we have out there right now available for vaccines. Let me give you an example, and then I'll, I'll lead this to a question. Uh, Sue, is, uh, I have a friend who has a lupus and mm-hmm. uh, someone else with fibromyalgia, and they got their uh, shots, and they had a terrible, terrible time after. And they feel it's because of they, they had this um, predisposition that... Um, you know, kind of scared them to get another shot. Do we have any evidence of uh, if you have a certain illness, certain disease, that maybe you shouldn't get the shot? So um, there aren't many contraindications to getting the uh, COVID vaccine. Um, As a matter of fact, um, certain conditions or diseases actually recommend that instead of a primary series Um, having two doses, somebody who's immunocompromised is actually recommend to have a third dose or an additional dose to complete what they call their primary series because those individuals don't get the same kind of antibody boost from Mm -hmm. just the two doses that the person who doesn't have those illnesses does. So the additional dose for those individuals is what makes their primary series. And then they can have um, two boosters after that. So there are people out there right now that have had a total of five injections. They had three doses of the primary, and then they've had two booster doses. Is it unusual to have a profound side effect if you have uh, your immune system is uh, is down and you have something like lupus or fibromyalgia that you're more likely to get a a longer or bigger side effect? Um, it is possible. I mean, any time that your immune system is down and you give something or put something in your body that your body maybe hasn't seen before, your body is going to naturally react. However, because your immune system is kind of blunted, if you will, um, the vaccine may not have as many side effects as you might think uh, because your immune system is not able to, it's not working well, so it's not able to respond in a way it normally Mm. would. But there have certainly been instances where people have felt the adverse effects more intensely. Um, And I'm not sure what the mechanism is behind that, if it's um, that they have a particular sensitivity to maybe one of the ingredients in the vaccine, or if there's just something else going on with the underlying um, illnesses that causes that type of reaction. Typically, it's... um, you know, they get more intense body aches. Uh, They may have a low-grade fever. Um, The headache is another big one. So you feel that there's really hardly anything, uh, any physical disability that would prompt you not to get the shot? Yeah, I mean, other than the major things that we screen for, like um, history of 
um, any kind of cardiac infections like pericarditis or myocarditis. Mm -hmm. As you recall, that was one of the big things that came out of the um, the mRNA vaccines was the concern about development of myocarditis, especially in young, healthy males. Um, but there's really very little um, that would serve as a contraindication. So everybody that gets the shot, uh, so they should be asked those questions. Yes, and okay. that's on our screening form. The nurse reviews that with the patient mm -hmm. before they give the, the vaccine. And um, and that's what allows us to make um, a decision about whether or not the person should get the vaccine. And if there's any question in your mind um, whether or not you should get it, always have a conversation with your uh, primary care provider and say, look, I'm thinking about getting this booster. What do you think? Um, does the risk outweigh the benefit? I mean, your doctor knows you better than anyone. We just get to meet you for a few minutes and ask a few simple questions, but your doctor really has the, the best information about they can put all the pieces together and say, yes, I think this is a good decision for you, or no, maybe we should hold off for a little while. And one more question for you, Sue. I always appreciate the time uh, you <laughs> give us, and that is uh, I don't think I've heard about monkeypox in a few weeks. Well, um, I that, haven't missed there's it. A good reason for that. I think we're sort of reaching a plateau. Um, we had a very aggressive campaign to get out there and get people vaccinated, um, early identification of the illness, and um, the vaccine campaign was very effective. We were able to get people who actually had monkeypox and their close contacts, um, get them vaccinated early to hopefully stave off um, further infections. So um, it's, yeah, we're hearing very good little about it, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that, too. <laughs> One less thing we can go not so over. Uh, we'll ask question. Hi, WIC, it's your question for Sue. Yeah, she mentioned that um, she got the vaccine and did not get the COVID. But can she answer if uh, her husband had the vaccine and, and her children and if they got it or not? Okay. Uh, My husband did. Your husband did. That's right. And uh, But you didn't. I, I did not get it. Mm -hmm. No, nope. my, husband, my husband was vaccinated, um, as were both my children. Um, but they all got it, and I did not. Well, that doesn't mean, of course, people shouldn't, get, uh, shouldn't be careless. Because Absolutely. one member of the family I mean, when is. When my husband um, developed symptoms, I, <laughs> I, I promptly told him, okay, you have the lower deck, I yeah. have the upper deck. You sent him to I Motel 6, and that was downstairs, it. Yeah. And, um, Good. The only thing he was allowed to touch was the coffee pot, and he had to wipe it down as soon as he was finished. <laughs> Absolutely the right thing to do. So, Nothing paranoia about that, that's for sure. Yeah. So let's close out, and um, you're, you've got your vaccines available where you are, and I guess a lot of the pharmacies have them now. Is that correct? That is correct. And um, they've been a great partner out in the community helping to get people um, vaccinated for us. So, like I said, high-dose vaccine, I would contact your local pharmacy, um, you know, the chain pharmacies, CVS, uh, Walgreens, Stop and Shop, ShopRite. I'm pretty sure all of them have the high-dose 
formulation available for the flu, and most of them are also carrying the bivalent booster. Um, I just hate to, you know, we don't have a contract with Medicare here, so um, because of that, we have to charge $20 for the immunization, and I hate to mm-hmm. charge people money if I know they can get it somewhere else for free. That's, um, that's considering an important um my switchboard is lit, so I'll get this one more call in. Hi, W-I-C-H. What's your question? Uh, yes, do we have to make an appointment to have it done at the Uncle's uh, Health Center? Oh, good question. Thank you. Well, um, will you an need appointment a- is necessary, mm-hmm. and um, I can give you a phone number to call, mm-hmm. and that's 860-639-5135. Three nine, and you can call us, and we'll make an appointment for you. And like I said, the, those appointments are usually scheduled on Thursdays. Six three nine five one three nine, and uh, I think we've covered it. You've covered it very well, and I appreciate it. No problem. We always love um, chatting with you, Stu, because we know that you have um, a great group of listeners, and uh, the more information we can get out there about the programs and information that we have here at the Health District, the better off everybody is. Well, I'm glad you're there for my go-to folks. Have a great day, (laughs) Sue. All right. You stay safe and healthy, Stu. Thank you. All right. WICH with Stu. I love that lady. She's right there every time we need her. Yes, I'll be getting my shots this week. Let's see, I'll have a scotch and bourbon. No, not that kind of a shot. Anywho, here's the weather. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Another beautiful day on tap today. Lots of sunshine, 68. Fog developing tonight, 45. Mostly sunny to start your day tomorrow. Then partly sunny in the afternoon, 71. Partly sunny Thursday. Looks like rain in the afternoon and evening. Thursday will be a breezy day with a high of 68. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. 61 degrees. We'll get to your calls coming up. 889-5252. Is the hassle, the mess, and the price of tree service getting you down instead of your trees? Call SAB Tree Experts. We treat your property like it's our own. Are you looking for a job change? SAB Tree Experts is hiring. They're looking for dedicated, skilled, reliable professionals who will get the job done right. A clean driver's license is required. Pay is based on knowledge and experience. Benefits are available. They're willing to train. Call 860-886-17. To join the team with over 30 years of experience, SAB Tree Experts believes affordable, professional, and respectful tree service should be at the heart of every job they do. And owner Steve Boucher is on site for every job. From tree and stump removal to excavation and lot clearing services, you can count on their professionals for the highest quality of service at an affordable price. Check out their A-plus ratings with the Better Business Bureau and Angie's List and their five-star rating on Google. Call 886-1740 or hit up SAB Tree Experts. Experts.com. SAB Tree Experts. We treat your property like it's our own. When asthma attacks, it's frightening. Asthma is a common chronic disease of children, but adults have it too. 
Children and adults die every year from asthma and its complications. An asthma attack happens in the tubes or airways that carry air to your lungs. The sides of the airways swell and less air gets in and out of your lungs. The fluids that your body produces clog up the airways even more. The attack may include coughing, chest tightness, wheezing, and trouble breathing. Asthma is a lifelong illness and we don't have a cure. If you have asthma, attacks can occur when something in the environment bothers your lungs, such as house dust mites and tobacco smoke. These are called asthma triggers. Control your asthma by knowing the warning signs of an attack, staying away from asthma triggers, and following the advice of your health care provider. And do not smoke. I should do a whole segment on asthma. It's uh, it's a little complicated and very serious. You're on the air. Welcome. Good, Good morning, Father Stu. Yes, Boston Father Ben. Here. Yes, Boston Benny. What you what you up to? Well, <clears throat> I love hearing you say what I call. You say, "Hold on, please." You, you sound just like a cleric. Oh, okay. <laughs> you have a voice of a of a cleric or. You know what I mean, Stu? I have a, a voice of a cleric with allergies today, but okay. <laughs> well, you still sound good. Thank you. Uh, Stu, can I, I ask a question about your your first subject you, that you had? Sure, anything you want. Anything you want. Okay. You were talking about street safety. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm into safety, so... I just wanted to uh, say something about a street that I I use a lot. I don't live on Asylum Street, but I walk down Asylum Street quite a bit, and I I talk to some of the people who live on Asylum Street. And my wife, she rides a bicycle, and she uses Asylum Street for a bicycle, and I see a number of other bicyclists using Asylum Street. So why am I... Talking about Asylum Street, you must think it's dangerous. It, it is. It's uh, the people have told me it's like a speedway, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the things I like to see happen, is, and I want to send a message to Mayor Nystrom about possibly putting up some signs regarding the speed limit that they're going over, uh, excessive speeds, uh, signs like perhaps. Uh, I don't know that the sign what they what would be on them something like slow. Yeah, something big, slowly, something big, something big to that effect. Something bigger that everybody can see. Yes. So I just wanted to stress that, and I did, did listen to what Sue had to say about uh, COVID and, and the other health concerns because I'm concerned. You know, sure. every all of us your listeners are and I want to thank you for having on again. So do you generally get flu shots and things like that or Yeah, I I get them from the the VA. The VA, in, sure. Mm-hmm. In West Haven. Yeah, I go for the shots every year and uh Yeah, we have to protect ourselves. That's what we we have to do as a yeah. responsible adults. Do the best we can. Thank yeah, you, sir. Take care of our family. All right. Good to hear from you. Thank you. All right. Take care. Hi. Welcome to the program. You're on the hey, air. Hey, Stu, on the lighter side. A coming lighter up side. to oldies. Yep. 
okay? Last night, I took a trip down memory lane. I had one of my, my son to, um, to show him the kind of things that I watched on TV. I'm talking about, like, the Partridge family, the mm, monkeys. The, have, I remember the Jackson mm, 5. I tapes? remember the Oz. Do you have uh, tapes of those, Susan, that you showed him, or...? Oh, well, you can, you can look it up on YouTube, oh, and then right. it'll show them singing one of their songs. Of course, the group. YouTube, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you can look it up on, on any of them. But the one that I remember that was my favorite, not one of them, well, I love the monkeys. Oh, man. They had, oh, I got to watch all of them on TV. And, you know, um, but Jeremiah was a bullfrog. I love that song. That's the kind of music I love to listen to. Something with a really good beat. You could dance to it. You could sing to it. And I love all the Creedence Clearwater stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but I would love to hear Jeremiah was a bullfrog. And you know what's really funny? If you think in the future, the seniors that might be in, in a convalescent home or in a senior living place, that would be the kind of music they're going to be listening to. What an era. Think about it, you know? Well, you have good taste because uh, Joy to the World, was the song you're referring to, was the number one song of uh, that year. Really? Number one for the whole year. No yeah. kidding. Oh, I love that song. And I, my son, was he's like, he was going to, I said, no, 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 keep it on. It's a long song. And and then it goes up in, you know, I, I'm raising my arm, you know, like I'm doing the music with it. I said, it's going to go up and, and then come down. It's like, oh, I love it. Well, I just thought I would throw that out there because it was really fun, you know, going back because we looked up the cow sills the other night, you know. Okay, buddy, we'll we'll play it for you today. Oh, great! Hey, thanks. You're All welcome. Right. Bye, bye. Hello, welcome to the program. Uh, yes, I'm calling to uh, uh, swap shop. Okay, you can do that. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, I still have like to get rid of. I have no use for it. It's excellent condition. A Sears Craftsman string trimmer. Uh, I got a uh, hundred feet of line that I'm going to give with it for free. You could use it either as a string trimmer or a brush cutter. It's in. Uh, I only use it three times. I got a different type that was starts quicker. And also, if anybody's interested, I got plywood. I bought too much of the plywood I needed because I built cabinets for a drag race and trailer. And I'm stuck with the wood. It's it's a sanded smooth on both sides. And it's three quarters of an inch uh, thick. And if anybody's interested in either of these two items, give me a call in Norwich at 860-949-8119. And I will call you by your name, not sir, Mr. Stu. 949-8119. Let me, let me, were you a drag racer? I still am. I, I was into it ever since I was 15 years old. I was I, when I got my learner's permit. And I was, I ran just a matter of fact back in April up in uh, uh, an MTK race, tournament race. Uh, from, uh, the owner had the car, they ran for 150 grand. It was about, I don't know, wow. quite a few, about 35 people. I got burned with my foot in the accident, but I won the accident, but uh, won the race. And uh, no, I've been drag racing since, since I was 15. I still do it now. I got a 69 over. I want to back half it like a street outlaw. Um, on pro stock wheels in the rear, a 782 big block with the tunnel ram, uh, 
It's going to run sixes in a quarter mile when I do, get done with it. It's probably a total of 2,000 horsepower, and it's going to be registered. It will be safe to drive it on the street to follow the speed limit. Yeah, I'm into it. That's what keeps me going. What's the fastest you've ever gone? Uh, the one I drove, the Nova, when I put the killer tune in it, I probably do about do, uh, probably five seconds and a quarter at 235 miles an hour. Ooh, dokie. <laughs> And you believe it or not, the owner of the car, I have to detune it so they can drive it on the street because it's registered. So they street race with the car and it comes, the car runs about seven or eight. But when I put the tune in it and set the suspension, wow, what a rush. You I get in imagine. it, I figure, forget about all my problems. When I get out, I says, that's it, it's back. And I said, I'm going to go for another run. <laughs> Very interesting. We'll talk more about it another time. Give me your phone number again. Uh, yes, area code 860-949-8119, and it's for the string trimmer that you could use it as a brush cutter or a string trimmer in the three-quarter-inch plywood. All right, my friend. Thank you. Thank you again. Hello. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Good morning. I got a couple of items to sell, car items. All right, I sure. Have, I have a uh, Myers snowplow. Uh, manufactured in 1977. I think it's a seven and a half foot. I have all the gear to go with it. Uh, when they made them in 1977, they made them out of a, a very heavy gauge steel, so it's not rusted out anywhere. Um, I'd like $200 for that. I also have a pair of 215 Cooper uh, all season tires. Uh, they're like brand new. They've got less than 500 miles now. I want $100 for the pair. I can be reached at 860-861-4196. 861-4196. Good luck, right, my friend. You. You're welcome. Hello. You're on the air. Good morning. Hi I'm there. Tina Turner. I mean, Tina Turner. Um, Bruce Springsteen tickets for the Mohegan Sun. And records and books and everything on Tina Turner and Rolling Stone magazines. My number is 860-887-0813. Thank you. You're welcome. welcome. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Most people are unaware of the dangers of buying medication online. I'll be back with some info about this important issue. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. According to the World Health Organization, 50% of medicines sold online by websites that hide their physical address are counterfeit. There are hundreds of stories about patients being harmed by medication purchased online, as there are few specific online pharmacy laws. As certain drugs become more expensive and some patients take on more of the cost burden, some people have even gone online to buy life-saving drugs such as cancer medications. Just be aware and do your research. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. 
or here for your health. Protect your family, protect your farm. FarmSafe 811 reminds you to never assume location or depth of underground pipelines and utilities. Always contact 811. Learn more at FarmSafe811.org. Swamp Yankee. That's a term that means a lot of things. To some, it's a hick or a redneck. We prefer something along the lines of salt of the earth. To us, they represent those who are good with tools, are fast thinkers, aren't easily lured by shiny modern stuff, and have possibly eaten a possum or two. At Swamp Yankee Arms, they sell firearms to those who wear the term proudly. Whether for hunting, protection, or just peace of mind, Swamp Yankee Arms, 89D North Main Street, Jewett City. Ten minutes till noon, WICH, uh, up to 61. Welcome to the program. Hi, welcome to the program. Whoops. Okay, double trouble. All right, call back if you like. 889-5252 is the number. And let's go to line 87. You're on the air, welcome. Oh, that's much better. I, uh, yes, sir. I got that while I was waiting on the hole. I got that guy with the bad head called. If you'd like to make a call. Oh, my buddy. He's always <laughs> talking to me. There, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I thought I would let folks know that uh, the Southeast Connecticut Community Center of the Blind is 50 years old this year. And to celebrate, we're starting a new tradition. It's the annual White Cane Breakfast. And this year it's going to be on October 23rd, Sunday, October 23rd, from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. at the New London VFW, 110 Garfield Avenue in New London. It's only, that's just $10 for pancakes, scrambled eggs, bacon, sausage, coffee, tea, juice, and just an opportunity to gather with our friends and neighbors and have a nice breakfast together. Tickets, as they say, are $10. You can go to centeroftheblind.com uh, or for tickets, call 860-447-2048. Good job, man. Thank you. Wait, can I repeat those numbers, huh? Yeah, go ahead. Now, I bet you can't do it again, can you? Oh, 447 447- Two zero four eight. Yeah, Thanks. I was going to say that. Thank you. Okay. I didn't know I would be quizzed after that. Hello, you're on the air. Welcome. Okay. Beep beep beep. On that beep beep, let's do this. Breast cancer is one of the most common kinds of cancer in women. About one in eight women born today in the United States will get breast cancer at some point. A mammogram can help find breast cancer early when it's easier to treat. Make a difference like these local businesses by spreading the word. Dime Bank, your local community bank, is reminding you that knowledge is power. Early detection can make all the difference. Schedule a mammogram and remind a loved one to do the same. No one fights alone. There are several risk factors that contribute to women and men being diagnosed with breast cancer. Hi, I'm Andrew Nolman with Rose City Financial Services in Franklin. By making the healthiest choices possible, such as not smoking, exercising, losing weight, and eating nutritious foods, you can lower your risk for breast cancer. This is Lisa Griffin of Eastern Connecticut Savings Bank reminding you that awareness and early detection saves lives. All of us at Hall Communications encourage women to get a mammogram as recommended by their doctor. Early detection is the best prevention. We have the first open line this hour, so you can get in and get out with your item. 889-5252 or anything else you would like to discuss. 
Yes, we will have fun with the lunchtime oldie hour next hour. Try to make it um, real interesting for you. So keep in mind that uh, we'll have a mix of memories, a little bit different from the other folks. So stick around for that. Coming up next hour. Get a few more calls in if you like. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning, Stu. How do you do? Hello, Mr. Fry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just curious what everyone's favorite clam chowder is. Clear, red, or white. (laughs) My favorite is clear, but you can hardly find it anymore. Every place you go, they have white. Once yeah. in a while red, but never clear. No, I like I, I go for the clear now. I used to like the other, but now I'm definitely yeah. into the clear. Mm-hmm. All right, I was just curious. Maybe we'll throw that out there and you get some. And the red, the red is. Uh, I like the red, but as you say, very rarely do yeah. you see it yep. anywhere. And and well, the, the clear is even rarer than the, than the red. Oh, it is. Oh, I I can't find it anywhere. Every place I go, they have they have the uh, the white. Mm. Milk chowder, and I don't really care for that one. I like the clear or the red would be my second choice. Well, maybe we can find you places where you can get it. Yeah, that'd be good. Throw that out there. Uh, maybe after the, the one o'clock hour, somebody will get know some. We can uh, get the clear. Get some French fries with it too. Yeah, there you go. All right, thank you. <laughs> All right, my friend. Enjoy your lunch. Uh-huh. See, I have lunch with you. You and I have lunch together. I have it during the new news. Obviously, I don't have a large lunch. I'd be eating the whole hour. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, Stu. We got something in common. What's that, Joey? I like the roadie clear, but the Manhattan is called the red. New England is the white creamy with the potatoes. Where do you get the Manhattan or the clear? I don't even know. I know, but Manhattan was always the red with the vegetables. It's a hearty, good clam chowder, but it's it's got the tomato base, and uh, the clear, the best I ever had was from Rhode Island. It was Rocky Point. Oh, yeah, and Rocky they, Point. Yeah, yeah, and they had the roasted chicken. We had a big uh, get-together where I used to work. This is 25-plus years ago. Still, I'll tell you, and it's the clear Rhode Island uh, clam chowder. And of course, New England clam chowder is the white. So we got the red, the clear, and the and the red. But the red is known as Manhattan from New York. I guess Manhattan, the you know the five boroughs. But that's my ultimate favorite. I can get it still anywhere. You know where? In a can. It's Mama Progresso. No, that's right, Mama Progresso. <laughs> I forgot yeah, you can. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to say, Stu, I'm really peeled. I buy soup because I live by myself, and four for five bucks, Progresso, serves up to two servings. Guess what? Today I go in a stop and shop this morning, three fifty nine for one can of soup. Oh, yeah, that's... I used to get, yeah, I used to get four for five bucks on a bargain. Forget it. There was no breaks. $3.59 they are asking for that one can of soup. I used to get for a buck and a quarter. So there you go, Stu Breyer. That's inflation, buddy. All right. I know it, my man. Hey, I'll be listening to you soon to that. Yeah, right. Joy to the World was a great uh, song that Susan talked about. Jeremiah was a bullfrog, but it is. It's, I love how you correct people, man. You know your music. Joy to the World, all the boys and girls. That's a great tune, Stu. I remember that in, in junior high school. Well, I'll play it next hour. All right, my brother. I'll talk yeah. to you soon, Thank okay? Thank you. All right, we have time for a tune before the uh, news at noon. 
We have a drag racer out there, so here's Drag City. I go 58 and I think I'm speeding. And see dragsters every day going to work. It's amazing how they'll speed up to get in front of me and there are six cars in front of them and I don't know what they really gained by it. Maybe a fraction of a second, but anywho. Hey, get ready for the lunchtime oldies in the news. WICHAM 1310 Norwich. 94.5 W233DV in Norwich. It's coming up to noon. Don't forget Jimmy Fallon with his talk show right after the 2 o'clock news. What's happening? Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. As Russia continues raining missiles down on innocent civilians in Ukraine, a British expert says the war is not going well for Vladimir Putin. The head of Britain's GCHQ intelligence agency says... Ukraine is turning the tide against exhausted Russian forces. The cost of the war in Ukraine in terms of both people and equipment is staggering, Sir Jeremy Fleming is expected to say, and Russian forces are exhausted. He will tell an audience, we know and Russian commanders on the ground know that their supplies and munitions are running out. The use of prisoners and the mobilisation of inexperienced men speaks of a desperate situation, he argues, claiming the Russian people are now starting to understand just how badly Vladimir Putin misjudged the situation. The BBC's Gordon Carreras says at the same time Fleming warns about, or he is warning about complacency on the part of Ukraine and its Western allies. Also at townhall.com, 32 children and workers rushed to the hospital with carbon monoxide poisoning. That's after a leak at a daycare center this morning in Allentown, Pennsylvania. They are in stable condition. 
The migrant pipeline from Texas to cities up north remains wide open. 12,300. That's how many illegal aliens Texas Governor Greg Abbott says have been bused to Democrat-run sanctuary cities, cities that Abbott says can support the migrants. It's called Operation Lone Star. Abbott says it's helping small Texas border towns that are being overwhelmed, adding that no one is being forced or tricked into making the trip. The governor says because of Biden's open border policies, drug cartels are profiting off of fentanyl trafficking and human smuggling. Rich Thomason reporting. The Dow is ahead 237 points, but the Nasdaq is down 8. More at townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. As we hear in this BBC report, following years of acrimonious debate, it appears Israel and Lebanon are very near to reaching a deal on maritime rights. It would involve large gas reserves in the Mediterranean. The U.S. brokered deal had looked unlikely just a short time ago. Lebanon's militant group Hezbollah had threatened to attack the disputed Karish gas field if Israel began drilling there without Beirut's permission. That threat was given extra weight by the fact that both countries lack diplomatic relations and are still technically at war. Final approval from both governments is still needed, but with draft agreements over maritime borders and drilling rights now achieved, it seems each will soon be free to peacefully exploit the area's lucrative gas fields. BBC correspondent Mike Thompson with that report. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. Renewed possibility of a rail strike. The U.S.'s third largest railroad union rejected a deal with freight railroads Monday, renewing the possibility of a strike that could cripple the economy. Both sides will return to the bargaining table before that happens. Over half of track maintenance workers represented by the Brotherhood of Maintenance of Way Employees Division, who voted opposed the five-year contract despite 24% raises and $5,000 in bonuses. Union President Tony Cardwell said the railroads didn't do enough to address the lack of paid time off, particularly sick time. Keith Peters reporting. General Motors creating a new energy division that will include chargers for electric vehicles, solar panels, and other energy-related products and services. For nearly 20 years, it the was the most said common the unit sense called GM Energy refused to adopt. Offerings for home, commercial, and the electric power to negotiate with the drug companies to lower More our these stories drug at prices. Townhall.com. But now, at long last, it's been... It was getting for the uh, get ready for the lunchtime oldie break. I'm ready if you're ready. Here we go. 
cost of life-saving insulin and have finally given Medicare the power to negotiate prescription drug prices so we lower seniors' out-of-pocket costs. It's true. Joe Courtney's winning the fight to lower prescription drug prices and reduce our health care costs. The new law Courtney helped pass caps the price of life-saving insulin at $35 a month, even penalizes drug makers who increase their prices more than the rate of inflation, driving your costs down. I'm Joe Courtney, candidate for Congress, and continuing to lower your everyday costs is my top priority, and that's why I approve this message. Paid for by Joe Courtney for Congress. It's lunchtime. Sit back and listen to all the great songs with Stu Breyer and his Lunchtime Oldie Show on 1310 WICH. Hey, baby, jump over here when you do the ooby-dooby. I just got to be there. Recordings of Roy Arbison when he was with Sun Records. Uh, we dug out for you in the vault to start our lunchtime oldie show today. Hope we can bring you a little joy to the afternoon anyway. It's all about the frog. Jeremiah was a bullfrog, was a good friend of mine.
It's one of the nicest things you can say to anybody. You're, you're my joy. Maybe we don't use the word joy enough, huh? Not only are you my joy, you're my pride and joy. That's even better. Here's Marvin and Tammy. Get a big head out of there. Pride and joy you are, huh? Stu's Lunchtime Oldies, W-I-C-H with Stu. This is one of the greatest uh, compositions of a song called Little Things Mean a Lot. You don't have to buy everybody a big car and all that stuff. Sometimes it's, well, she's going to tell you. Here's Kitty Callan. Blow me a kiss from across the room Say I look nice when I'm not Touch my hair As you pass my chair Little things Mean a lot Give me your arm As we cross the street Call me at six On the dot A line a day when you're far away Little things mean a lot Don't have to buy me Diamonds and pearls Champagne, sables or such I never cared much for Diamonds and pearls Cause honestly, honey They just cost money Give me your hand When I've lost the way Give me a shoulder To cry on 
whether the day is bright or gray. Give me your heart to rely on. Send me the warmth of a secret smile to show me you haven't forgot. For always and ever, now and forever. Little things mean a lot. Give me your heart when I've lost the way. Give me your shoulder to cry on. Whether the day is bright or gray, give me your heart to rely on. Send me the warmth of a secret smile to show me you haven't forgot that always and ever, now and forever, little things mean a like that one when she says, touch my hair as you pass my chair. Little things mean a lot, huh? Stu Broy with you, WICH. Here's a song about uh, slowing down and make sure that you uh, don't leave the kids too often when they're growing up because you may miss something. Here's a guy that didn't miss a thing, Bobby Goldsboro. Sits with a pen and a yellow pad What a handsome lad That's my boy B-R-L-F-Q spells mom and dad Well that ain't too bad Cause that's my boy Well you can have your TV and your nightclubs And you can have your driving picture show Stay here with my little man near We'll listen to the radio Biding my time and watching Scotty grow Making a castle out of building blocks And a cardboard box That's my boy Mickey Mouse says it's 13 o'clock Well, that's quite a shock, but that's my boy. In four short years, I've gone from rags to riches. And what I did before that, I don't know. So let it rain on my window pane. I got my own rainbow. And we're sitting here shining, watching Scotty grow. Riding on daddy's shoulders off to bed Old sleepy head, that's my boy Gotta have a drink of water and a story read A teddy bear named Fred, that's my boy What's that you say, mama, come on and keep your feet 
But he was always staring at him. Watching Scotty Potty, Stu's Lunchtime Mix. WICH Weather, here's Marty. You're listening to Personality Radio. WICH Weather. Another beautiful day on tap today. Lots of sunshine, 68. Fog developing tonight, 45. Mostly sunny to start your day tomorrow. Then partly sunny in the afternoon, 71. Partly sunny Thursday. Looks like rain in the afternoon and evening. Thursday will be a breezy day with a high of 68. That's your Channel 3. Early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Currently 62 degrees. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation has been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Get more for your Medicare Dollar Connecticut with a $0 premium Medicare Advantage plan from United Healthcare. With a United Healthcare Medicare Advantage plan, it's easier than ever to get more for your Medicare Dollar, including better than ever dental, vision, over the counter, and prescription drug coverage. Take advantage. Call United Healthcare today at 1 855 296 0896. That's 1 855 296 0896. Benefits, features, and or devices vary by plan and area. Limitations and exclusions apply. All right, let's go to Australia. I know it's a long flight, but here we are. Men at Work, one of the most popular groups from Australia. And this is called Who Can I Be Now? In Kangaroo Court. Who can I be knocking at my door? Don't come down here no more Can't you see that it's late at night? Very tired And I'm not feeling right All I wish is to be alone Stay away Don't you invade my home Best off if you hang outside Don't come in I'll only run and hide Who can it be now? Who can it be? Knocking at my door Make no sound Tiptoe across the floor If he hears, he'll knock all day I'll be trapped And here I'll have to stay I've done no harm, I keep to myself There's nothing wrong with my State of mental health I like it here with my childhood friend Here they come Those feelings again Who can it be now? 
why do they follow me? It's not the future that I can see. It's just my fantasies. the milkman whoops i'm dating myself there men at work maybe you're listening at work thanks for tuning in to wich am and fm Stu's lunchtime oldies and here's bo diddley making a statement he'll even spell it out for you he's a man now when i was a little boy no. at the age of five Something in my pocket Keep a lot of folks alive Now I'm a man Made 21 You know, baby We can have a lot of fun I'm a man I spell M A I'm a man Spell him Bring back the second cousin, little John the Conqueror. My man, spell him A N Man.
line I shoot will never miss the way I make love to them. They can't resist. I'm a man. I spell him A N. Boy, he's a good speller, isn't he? I'm a man. Hey, guys, remember when your voice changed? You were in the kitchen and you went, Ma! Ma! We thought somebody had gone into the house. It was us. It was only us. Well, we've got to have equal time here. It's the rules. That's the man song. Here's the woman song. I am a woman. Hear me roar. In numbers too big to ignore. And I know too much to go back and pretend Cause I've heard it all before And I've been down there on the floor No one's ever gonna keep me down again Well, yes, I'm wise But is wisdom all the pain? If I paid the price But look how much I gained If I It only serves to make me more determined to achieve my final goal And I come back even stronger, not a novice any longer Cause you deepen the conviction in my soul Oh yes, I am wise, but it's wisdom born of pain Yes, I pay the price, but look how much I Listen with her. And woman, hear me roar. All right, I went into the vault to try to find something a little different for our lunchtime oldie show here, and uh, I thought I'd play a little bit of this song called Sunglasses at Night. 
We don't uh, recommend that you try it, but uh, here is Corey Hart, Sunglasses at Night. song I found in the vaults called Sunglasses at Night. We don't recommend that you try that. I still can't get over this story, and it's a true story. If you haven't heard it, you're going to find it so interesting. If you have heard it, it's good to hear it again. 
the Kingsmen song Louie Louie, how people can create things in their own mind, said that there was some secret message to the song because you couldn't understand the enunciation too well. So badly that the government got involved and the FBI got involved on this song, thinking there may have been a secret message to our enemies. Turned out, of course, it wasn't. And the FBI went on to other things, but here's the song that caused such a commotion in our government. Louie Louie. Sending a message to the Kremlin, what do you think? Khrushchev, this could be for you. Became a rock favorite with a little bit of a secret message saying, hey, maybe it's good you don't understand the lyrics. Might long the, like the song a little better. Here's a song with beautiful enunciation. Never investigated by the FBI. The Kingston Trio. Of course, they had to be 21 to sing this. Scotch and soda. Mud in your eye Baby, do I feel high Oh, me, oh, my 
do I feel high? Dry martini, jigger of gin. Oh, what a spell you've got me in, oh my. Do I feel high? People won't believe me. They'll think that I'm just bragging. But I could feel the way I do and still be on the wagon. All I need is one of your smiles, sunshine of your eye, oh me, oh my. Do I feel higher than a kite can fly? Give me loving, baby, I feel high No, people won't believe me They'll think that I'm just bragging But I could feel the way I do And still be on the wagon All I need is one of your smiles, sunshine of your eyes, oh me, oh my. Do I feel higher than a kite can fly? Give me loving, baby, I feel high. Better investigate him. He said the high word. All right. So the first, as far as I know, Beatles song that was sung solo by Ringo is coming up. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. And it's a song that uh, was recorded way before he recorded it, but he had a hit with it. It's a song called Boys. Ringo was the star on this one. Get the thrill 
Nice work, Ringo. His first solo with the Beatles. All right. Hey, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. We want more. I like Ringo. He was just uh, a lot of fun. Never saw him in a bad mood, but I'm sure there was a time he threw his drumsticks against the wall. WICH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Yankee Remodeler, since 1971. Yankee Remodeler. This is Pete from Yankee Remodeler. Business is booming, and we're looking for experienced carpenters and painters to join our team. We offer competitive wages, insurance, 401k, PTO, and more. If you'd like to work for a great company, don't wait. Email your resume to hr at yankeeremodeler.com. Yankee Remodeler! Some singers got by with just one name. Lobo was another one. No one really knows what his last name was unless it's Bo. He had a bunch of hits back in the early 70s, and uh, let's play one of them for you now. Here's Lobo, what's his name? Where were you when I was falling in love? You were at the library, who knew? When your eyes met mine I knew that I had better play it cool I'm doing my best Trying to resist Cause I ain't no fool Where in the world did you come from, baby? You waited just a little too long to look my way. Now it's a little too late. Talking to you and playing the game But the best thing for me to do Is get up and leave without knowing your name It might have been something special, baby Something only people in love could understand Like this ring on my hand Falling in love Where were you 
kind of a sad song when you think about it, so don't think about it. Lobo, Stu's lunchtime oldie hour. Bee Gees had a lot of hits, but nothing like this one. This was number one for eight weeks in a row. You can guess along at home. Was it Saturday? Let's see. Was it uh, Staying Alive? How can you mend a broken heart? No, it was actually Night Fever. Number one for eight weeks in a row. Naturally from Saturday Night Fever. Which was the biggest selling album of the year. from the movie Singing in the Rain No, it's Saturday Night Fever Saturday Night Fever I'd like to see that movie again John Travolta and company Do you know there was a follow-up to Saturday Night Fever the movie called Staying Alive 
I don't think anybody remembers that one. They thought, hey, maybe we can have lightning strike again, but it, the original was the one everybody wanted to see. It's Stu Breyer's Lunchtime Oldies Break, only on WICH AM solution. We like that. Uh, John Fogarty and Creedence Clearwater were as good and popular as the Beatles in the late 60s. They had a stretch of one hit after another. Then Fogarty left the group and joined another group called the Blue Ridge Rangers. Why Creedence split up, I don't know. You know what happens. They just have little arguments and they lead to big ones. But here's John Fogarty singing a song that's been sung by so many people, but he puts an extra charge in it. You may want to sing along with Fogarty and the Blue Ridge Rangers. Jambalaya, codfish pie, and a Philly gumbo, and heartburn. Goodbye, Joe. You gotta go. Oh, my. Oh. You gotta go. All the heroes down the bio. Tops, you'll be 
Everybody loves to sing with that song, huh? Hank Williams was the original writer and singer of Jambalaya, and the first other person to sing it back in the early 50s after uh, Hank Williams passed away was a singer by the name of Joe Stafford. Go, me, oh, my, oh. Me gotta go for the Piro down the bio. Oh, my John, the sweetest one, me, oh, my, oh. Son of a gun, we'll have big fun on the bio. Jumbo lion, coffee's pie, belly gumbo. Cause tonight I'm gonna see my Michelle me, oh. Pick guitar, fill through jar, and be gay, oh. is buzzing can folk come to see my john by the dozen dress in style go hog wild me oh my old son of a gun we'll have big fun on the bio jumbo lion a crawfish pie till they gumbo cause tonight i'm gonna see my mistera meal Come on back for some more fun. Hope you enjoyed our lunchtime oldie break. And uh, news is next. Maybe we can find a little good news in there. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich. And we're on 4.5 W233DB in Norwich. One o'clock. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Details have been released on how many people were killed and wounded as a result of Russia's shelling of Ukrainian cities. Ukraine's state emergencies service say that at least 19 people were killed and over 100 others wounded in Monday's Russian missile strikes across Ukraine. The service adds critical infrastructure facilities were hit in Kiev and 12 other regions and 301 cities and towns were without power. Russia on Monday retaliated for an attack on a critical bridge by unleashing its most widespread strikes against Ukrainian months. They hit at least 14 areas, with most attacks far from the war's front lines. I'm Charles Diladesma. Also at townhall.com, a small business advocacy group has filed a new lawsuit seeking to block the Biden administration's efforts to forgive student loan debt to tens of millions of Americans. The suit, filed by the Job Creators Network Foundation, argues the Biden administration violated federal procedures by failing to seek public input on the program. It also argues the program is arbitrary, benefiting some borrowers but not others. It's one of a handful of lawsuits filed by business groups, attorneys, and Republican lawmakers in recent weeks as the Biden administration tries to push forward with its plan to cancel billions in debt before November's midterm election. Correspondent Jeremy House. On the economic front, Honda says it will build a $3.5 billion joint venture battery factory in rural southern Ohio and hire 2,200 people to staff it as it turns the state into its North American electric vehicle hub. That plant site is about 40 miles southwest of Columbus. Stocks are higher. The Dow up 359 points. Now the Nasdaq ahead 30. More on these stories at townhall.com. First, we decide where we want to go. 
Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Lawyers for the former wife of a member of Dubai's ruling family have launched a request to the UN Human Rights Council. In a video obtained by the BBC, Zainab Javadi says, My children and I are terrified and frightened for our lives and safety. Ms. Shivadli, who is Azerbaijani, has remained in Dubai since her divorce out of fear that if she left, she might never see her three daughters again. Her lawyer's communication to the UN claims that both her freedom of movement and expression have been restricted, while tactics of intimidation have been used against her. Lawyers acting for her ex-husband have argued that she is an unfit mother, which she has disputed in court. BBC correspondent Sebastian Usher. Former Hurricane Julia has dissipated, but still drenching Guatemala and El Salvador with torrential rains after it reemerged in the Pacific following a pounding of Nicaragua. At least 28 people reported dead. Breaking news at townhall.com. Controversy over so-called LGBT rights is complicating Nebraska Senators Ben Sasse's hopes of becoming president at the University of Florida. Student and faculty protesters interrupted a Q&A session with SAS on Monday, urging the Board of Trustees to reject the recommendation of a search committee that SAS be hired. In a petition, the Senator's detractors call his traditional and biblical views about marriage, quote, discriminatory and non-representative of our student population. SAS is a staunch supporter of strong families and described a 2015 Supreme Court ruling legalizing same-sex marriage in all 50 states as a disappointment. But I Reporting. In Texas, Uvalde School District Superintendent Hal Harrell has announced he plans to resign by the end of the academic year. He and other officials faced heavy criticism after May's shooting that left 19 children and two teachers dead. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Uh, listening to the news, it's people are afraid these days to give their opinion. It's amazing. All right, your opinions are welcome here at eight eight nine five two five two. Welcome to the program. Well, hi Stu. What's up? Hey, I was wondering about uh, a lot of times people at times they like to get the in Connecticut, the Connecticut they call them the vanity license plates. In New Hampshire, they call them the initial plates. And also, um, when somebody has a radio station, they, uh, I don't know if they're just given the, um, the, you know, the four letters or three letters, but, um, you know, I'm sure like anybody, they'd like to, uh, they say, say what the letters are that they want. And I guess along those both lines, I'm wondering today what you or people listening, 
if you could have a radio station and have any call letters that you would like, what would it be? Something that I put on my license plate? What would my well, call I'm letters not, be? I'm saying that's like a okay. to the same thing, the license plate of a car. I don't know. First of but all... I mean, like if you had... Say if you bought WICH and they mm-hmm. said, if you don't want it, I'm sure you would, but if you wanted any call letters that you want, the W, because we're in this part of the country, what would the W be after the W? Or would you just like it the way it is? Or um, <laughs> What do you think? <laughs> First of all, you got to check, make sure that's not a duplicate. And uh, let me think about that one, okay? Okay. Thanks, Thank sir. you. Hey, want a vanity license plate that says, dig me? That would be a good vanity license plate. You're in the air. Welcome. Hi there. If you'd like to make a call, please hang up. If you'd like to make a call. I wonder how much money he gets every time he says that. His name is Stanley Static. Wish they would change that. All right, this portion of my program is an open forum. If you uh, could have any license plate you wanted, what would it be? Hmm. Love, peace, harmony. Something that would make people feel peaceful. Comfortable. You, of course, have probably been hearing about Conway West. Is that who it is who's uh, got a T-shirt that says, um, White Lives Matter? (laughs) And he did it as a lark because, yeah, of course, White Lives Matter. But he got into so much trouble for that. Shows you how warped everything is. How could he possibly have a T-shirt that says, White Lives Matter? And he did it just to get a reaction, and he did. Show you the problems that we do have in this country, huh? White Lives Matter. There are Black Lives Matter t-shirts, so he wore just to balance it off. White Lives Matter. But oh, man, that wasn't good. You're on the air. Welcome. He's a billionaire. He can get any kind of stroll he wants. Yeah, I know. He's. He, I think he enjoys it. <laughs> <laughs> his friend was on TV with him last night with a shirt on that. Candace Owens. Oh, Candace, she's a she's great. I love Candace. Good for <laughs> she her. had a shirt on last night also. White Lives Matter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're beautiful. Did you see that wonderful commercial on TV? That the best political commercial I've ever seen in my life. Ron DeSantis's uh, wife sitting on a couch. Yes. And he, she she was talking about her breast cancer and how he took care of the children when she mm-hmm. couldn't and how he stood by her when she couldn't even stand up. It was the most heartfelt and I couldn't believe that commercial. It was very so, sincere, extremely sincere and believable and I think it's true. Oh, what a commercial. For a political commercial? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that that was uh, that was uh, un- unreal. And I was so excited because she's in remission, which is a wonderful thing. Yeah, yeah, they they apparently got all of it. She looks she looks great now. Well, love to hear that. Yep. Yeah, that's good. good. Now, good we're, now we'll go to the now we'll go to the ugly stuff. That nutcase out in California. Uh Newsom. Newsom. He's gonna sign into law if he has not already signed into law. But uh any 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 child crosses into California, doesn't matter what the age, can be five years old. But any any child 
that comes into California, that California will have uh, sole possession of you for any kind of procedure that you want done, and your parents uh, cannot come to California and claim claim any uh, any type of uh, ownership of you. You know, for a sex change, of course, you're talking you're talking about, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's Doesn't a sick man. Person. Somebody can transport another kid yeah. could transport mm-hmm. like a ten year old to California to have this procedure done. The parents have no say whatsoever. They can't go there and take the kid back. I don't usually call names, but uh, California, wake up and stop voting for this moron. So I, can say. Uh, I don't know how they can get away with something like that if a kid's under uh, under 16 years old. Uh, but yet you can't even get an aspirin in a school. Uh, in most schools, without even calling the parents up and asking them if mm-hmm. it's all right. Well, he had a, they had a chance to recall him, and they didn't. They're not going to recall him or the district attorney. They had a chance to recall and mm-hmm. our guest going there, and uh, they're not. They're not going to do it. Um, yeah, well, think about it when they're walking down the street and looking behind them. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty positive uh, with with the Congress. We're going to take Congress back, but the Senate. Uh, I'm I'm a little worried about the Senate. We got a the four toss-up states. You got to take at least two of them. Is uh, Alabama. Uh, Georgia, uh, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. Georgia. What was the other one? Arizona. Well, the, the so, people, if they have knowledge of those, what's going those, on, those they'll, four they'll states know what are so to do. close. Yeah, still, it could go either way. So, mm-hmm. and it might even turn out to be another fifty-fifty uh, tie at the end. But Congress. Um, I say 30 to 40 seats for that without a problem. What's the one that Oz is in, Pennsylvania? Yeah, Oz is in Pennsylvania. I don't know how anybody could vote for Fetterman. That's an odd one. That's the, truly the, an odd one. He can't one. even put a sentence. I, I feel bad for the guy. He suffered a stroke. No, I feel bad but for the guy. The guy. Yeah, how could you put someone like that who can't even complete a sentence in, 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 in a Senate for six years? But really, it has uh, nothing to do with his stroke. If people knew his past history, he was terrible. Terrible on crime, terrible on uh, lots of uh, things. He never, never worked a day in his life. Yeah. Uh, he's always uh, moved off his uh, mother and father. Uh, and then when he became lieutenant governor, uh, he did nothing. He was three, four hours a day. He dresses like a slob. Uh, it, I, I don't know. I don't know how... People can look at these people and vote for them with the, if they just checked into them. I, I really don't. I have... Well, it's basically about the party most of the time in, in those situations. Uh, yeah, well, so anyways, but all right, so that, those are the things I wanted to, to tell you. And uh, baseball starts tonight, so who, who do you think is going to be in the series? I, I picked the Yankees and the Dodgers. Yankees and the Dodgers. That would be a great World Series. Yeah, who, right. who do you think? You want to take somebody else? So the Yankees are playing tonight Cleveland, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Cleveland can be tough. Pretty good pitching. Yeah, it could be, yeah. I I don't know. I, that's a tough one. I'm gonna i I'm gonna stick with the Yankees and Dodgers. Mm-hmm. I I think they're gonna I think they're gonna do it. Well the Dodgers should definitely do it. I can't imagine them not doing it. Well, they won hundred and seven games last year too and they got knocked out. I know. I understand <laughs> that. But so uh, yeah. who, who are the Dodgers playing? Houston or I think I forgot. Let me. Who, who, uh, 
Both of Who them. Who are they playing? Both. Are they playing the Padres? Padres? <clears throat> well, yeah, I can't the, remember now. The Padres won. That's right. The Padres won. Yeah, I'm trying so to think be, who they... They'll be playing them then. I know there's two games tonight. So, which, kick... which one's the earliest one? The Yankees? Yeah. Mr. Maybe Mr. Two Times knows if he's listening. Yeah. He, he knows a lot about baseball. He's, he, he's into that stuff. This is, when <laughs> I, this is when I really get into it now. So... Okay, enjoy this beautiful afternoon, Stu. Hey, you too, Larry. Thank you. Okay, bye. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Will you be my neighbor? Hmm? Will you pick up your garbage? Oh, no, it's Mr. Stooger's neighborhood. We can't talk that way. Do you need help paying for heat? You may have never needed our services before, but TVCCA is here to help during this difficult time. Through the Connecticut Energy Assistance Program, TVCCA can provide assistance heating your home, no matter your primary heating type. If you've already paid for a deliverable fuel like oil, our credit can be applied with your vendor for a future purchase. Homeowners and renters may apply. Weekday, Saturday, and early evening appointments are available. Visit TVCCA.org today. Time is money, and Science Federal Credit Union is letting you decide how much money you want to earn. Right now, they're offering a 3.25% annual percentage yield for a 7-month, 14-month, or 21-month share certificate. But don't take too much time deciding. These special share certificates are only available for a limited time. To open or learn more about these certificates, visit scientefcu.org or call 877-860-6928. Minimum balance to open each certificate and earn stated APY is $1,000. Maximum balance is $500,000. A penalty may be imposed for early withdrawal. The special 3.25% annual percentage yield rate mentioned above is only valid October 3rd through the 21st, 2022. Must qualify for membership. Scient Federal Credit Union is federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Another beautiful day on tap today. Lots of sunshine, 68. Fog developing tonight, 45. Mostly sunny to start your day tomorrow. Then partly sunny in the afternoon, 71. Partly sunny Thursday. Looks like rain in the afternoon and evening. Thursday will be a breezy day with a high of 68. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. 64 degrees. It's a good day for jump roping and skipping. When's the last time you did that, jump rope and skipping? A gentleman called earlier. He said, where can you get clear clam chowder? Most of the places have creamy clam chowder. I like the clear better now. Hmm? There must be somewhere we can find that. We may aim to help you in all kinds of different situations. And, uh... Let's take a little break and listen to, uh, I've had a few people say, could you play that Alan King bit again about survived by his wife? They thought it was hysterical, so I'm going to play that one more time. A little comedy relief with Alan King. <laughs> Thank you. I, I appreciate it. This hotel opened October 23rd, 1966. Today is March 8th, 1987, and they're celebrating their 20th anniversary, which is exactly the way they count in the casino. I, 
No, there's no time for laughter. No time for laughter. About 16 years ago, I stood on this stage with about the same amount of business. There was always empty in the front when I worked there. And I was doing my wife jokes at the time. This is long before women's live and the ERA. And while I was doing jokes, I did a joke one night. I said, women live longer than men. And I said, the reason for it is that they're not married to women. Now, it was not a big joke then. Just, just part of a story. A woman stood up right about where you are there, who was a member of the State Assembly of, the, of Nevada, and this is absolutely true, she started to berate me about me being a male chauvinist pig, and there is no record, there are no recordings, no history, no about women living longer than men. Now, I haven't done this in a long time, and I dug out some of the obituaries that I'd like to do for you now, just to prove this point. Nothing has changed. Good evening. Can we, would you turn around so we can get to a camera? I put my glasses on. When I did this bit 15 years ago, I didn't need the glasses. But this is an obituary. Would you examine it? It's a Xerox copy of an obituary. New York Post, is that correct? That's Nothing correct. I made up. There are seven obituaries. Now, would you just read, without getting personal mentioning the names, what does it say at the bottom of the first obituary? He is survived by his survived wife. Survived by his wife. Could you read the second obituary over here? What does it say? He is survived. survived by his wife. Did you read the third obituary? What does it take? He leaves. He leaves his wife. See, they change it around so he won't get bored. And this one is he is survived by his wife. What does this one over here say, dear? He is survived, survived by his wife. And what does this one say here? He's survived by. And what is it? You know goddamn well without survived by his wife. Yeah, I want you to have that seven out of seven. Now, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Wait one moment. Good evening. How are you, dear? Those roots are not dead, you know. <laughs> Darling, please, this is the Los Angeles Times. Is that correct? I have nothing up my sleeves. I, Will Rogers said I only know what I read in the newspapers. Here's the newspaper. Obituary pages, three obituaries, okay? Dr. Carl Sachs, botany expert. Is that correct? Yes. How old was he when he died? Can you see that? 81. 81. Professor Emeritus, Harvard University. What, what does it say at the bottom there? <laughs> he, leaves. he leaves his wife. 81. Okay. Now, wait a minute. Next one. Ludwig van Nelder. My says 92. Is that correct? Yes. 92. What does it say over there? It's survived. Survived by his wife. 92. That's all. Just the facts. Okay. Now. Read the headline of the next obituary. T.C. Kistner. Retired architect dies at 99. 99! Gave it a hell of a shot, didn't he? What does it say over there, dear? He, le he leaves his wife. All right, now, go ahead a minute. Now. I got him in every pot. Hello, darling. This is from the Cedar Rapids Gazette. This was sent to me in 1983, right here, it says here, West Point's oldest graduate dies. Is that correct, dear? Yes. Nothing I made up. No. Oldest graduate at West Point. How old was he when he died? You see that? Can't see. You can't see? <laughs> this is your seeing-eye dog. Yeah, put your glass on. It's too important. Does a lot for you. 104. 104? West Point's oldest grad, 104. Is that correct? Right. Died. Okay, now. <laughs> shut up, I'll be back there in a minute. 
It says here, this man fought in the Spanish-American War, the Boxer Rebellion, the Philip campaign, Philippine campaign against the Moros. He was with Pershing when they gave Pancho Villa a new ass south of the border. Yes, look at this. World War One night, look at this. Four times he was awarded the Silver Star, is that correct? Yes. Not making this up. No. He received the Distinguished Service Medal and the French Croix de Guerre. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. What does it say at the bottom there? Survive. Survived by his wife. A man went up against arrows and bows, flamethrowers and bombs. He beat them all. The only one he couldn't beat was that old broad right there, no matter. Survived by his wife. Now... Good evening. You're not Juliet Prowse, are you? No, you're sitting down. She always moved you up. Here's the Xerox. This is going into the Smithsonian Institute. Here is a letter from a young lady who heard me do this many years ago, sent this lovely note. She was a widow, and she said it was the first laugh she had received in years, and I was very grateful about this since her husband died. At the bottom, she enclosed a little piece from a Reuter communique. Would you read it? This is from the newspapers. Could you read what it says there? It says, it ends, wife ends all. Read it, please. Mrs. Vera Shermack right. of Prague, Czechoslovakia, right. on hearing that her husband was leaving her for another woman, right. threw herself from a third-story window to end it all. Correct. She was taken to a hospital and soon recovered. Right. Wait a minute! She threw herself out of the third-story window to end it all. Soon recovered. Was it her husband, on whom she landed, was killed on the spot? This bitch threw us up out the window and landed on the old man, and he was wiped out. Now that's it. That's it. Ellen King and WICH, uh, bits called Survived by His Wife. Uh, welcome to the program. Oh, excuse me. Oh, hi, Stu. Hey, hi. thanks for playing that song, Joy to the World. Jeez, mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> you sure you should be play, uh, playing that comic um, relief right there during the full moon? Is it a full moon tonight? During the full moon. Anyway, <laughs> this, the gentleman is asking about clear clam chowder. Clear clam chowder. I can't find any. Abbott. Hey, yeah, bets. And I could I could tell anybody out there because this is regular New England clear clam chowder. All you need is one one five pound bag of potatoes cut up into chunks, little chunks, three to four cans of minced clams, couple bottles of clam juice, um, couple yellow chopped onions, half a pound of bacon browned or uh, salt uh, salt pork and cut small browned. Put it in a big spaghetti pot of water, add your salt, add your pepper, and a quarter cup of butter, and let it boil and simmer. And I'll tell you what, if you ate it the next day, you talk about the flavors. It's just so basic. Mm -hmm. I copied it from the North Stonington clam chowder that they had down there at the fair. And, yeah, this is your typical New England clam chowder, but clear. And believe it or not, this is the Connecticut. 
because Maine and Massachusetts and, of course, Rhode Island's got their red. And, you know, each part of the New England, it was in one of my cookbooks. Um, they all have their different kinds. You know, we don't add, some people like cream in it, but here's the secret. I had a little cookbook from down at the seaport, and what they did in, in the olden days is they made the clear clam chowder, and if you wanted the cream in it, they had it on the table, and you put it in and mixed it yourself. So that's how they did it back in the day, because I don't think uh, creamy clam chowder would have lasted with no refrigeration. Mm, that sounds really good. I, You know, Susan in the kitchen, thank you. Oh, yeah. It's real simple. But, yeah, Abbott's has it if you want quick clam chowder. All right. <laughs> I love simple. Thanks. Hi. Welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. The Caddyshack Restaurant at the Golf Course in Norwich has the clear clam chowder. See, we're getting And they some... also have clam fritters. <clears throat> Clam fritters. Thank you. You're welcome. So you can get clear chowder. Gentleman was, I think it was French fry that was looking for him. You're on the air. Welcome. Get clear. Yes, good afternoon still. Hello there, my friend. What's up? Well, I just got finished cleaning my windows. Mm-hmm. And I used that glass cleaner I told you about. And it works good, huh? It works very good. And, and, the, and the best thing about it is made in the United States. No. It's from the dollar store. It has a nice American flag on the can. There's an American flag on the can, huh? Yeah, it's made in the United States. So you should like that. What do they call it? Just glass cleaner. Oh, okay. It's in a white can. White and blue can. Well, it's got an American flag. I'll buy it. Yeah, check it out. The dollar store. Does the and job. The clear, clear clam charter. I know that you can get it at the Caddyshack, but you can also get it at the middle of nowhere on Route 3 in Rhode Island. The middle of nowhere, Route 3 in Rhode Island? Yeah, is that's it, where you can get it. Is it hard to find Very that? Very good there, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And there's four baseball games today. Four of them? Let me Philadelphia at Atlanta mm-hmm. at 1 p.m. on Fox. Seattle at Houston at 3.30 on TBS. And the Yankees are uh, Yankees play Cleveland at 7:30 on TBS, and the uh, 9:30 game is San Diego at the LA Dodgers, and that's on FS1. Oh my goodness gracious! Oh, you got four games today. Which one are you going to watch? All of them? Probably watch most of them. Do you have a favorite in all this mishmash? How many New York Yankees fans since I was eight years old? Okay, then I think it'll be the Yankees that you're rooting for. I'm a Yankee fan. I always have been. So, uh, yeah, I'll be, uh, that's the most interesting one for me. Now, this is a, these are seven-game uh, series or best, five? Best of five. These are five, and, of course. Best of five. And then it goes to the big one for seven. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I like what Larry says about the uh, the Dodgers and the Yankees. I wouldn't mind that World Series. Oh, my goodness. That would be a blockbuster, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm. East against the West. Well, look out, look out, look out for Houston. There's some pretty good teams in there. Yeah, there's some good teams there. But, <laughs> but if they get knocked out, it opens the door for the Yankees even more so. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks All for right, that. Enjoy your day, and it's a nice day out there. Maybe you get uh, time for a nice walk later. I hope so. Thank you. All right. I remember one year 
the Cleveland Indians, when they were the Cleveland Indians, won 111 games. And I believe they were swept in the World Series by the Giants four games to none. I may be wrong, but I think that was a strange one. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Welcome to the program. Yeah, I found a place. I'm like you. I like the Clear Broth Chowder, which is the Rhode Island Chowder. And Brody's in in Norwich. It's like Occam. It's on One Bridge Street. Oh, good. They have it every day. I just called the check, and uh, they stopped with the red one from Manhattan because it wasn't selling. But they definitely have the Clear Broth there. I wonder why the Manhattan wasn't selling. That's a pretty good one. Oh, I, I I don't know, but I never dug it. I don't I don't like, well, you don't it, like at it all. Well, that, that's why they get rid of it, I guess. All right. Probably less people that like it. Yeah. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hey. Hey, uh, update on the oil. Okay, update on the oil. It's cheapest a dirty word. Joint I f- hmm? The ch- the cheapest joint I found was five bucks a gallon. Five bucks a gallon. So you're going to get, for 500 bucks, Stu, mm-hmm. you'll get 100 gallons of oil to heat your house. <clears throat> That's just horrendous. Isn't it horrible? We could be digging right here in this country and have enough for us and enough for other countries. It's, it's uh, inexcusable. Yeah, my wife was telling me she's a... Uh, something, someone on her phone there. She's got one of them fancy phones. We got it. We got it. the oil. Five bucks a gallon. Yeah. To heat your house. And I told you last week I looked at the kerosene down there in Taffville. It was ten bucks a gallon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you got a kerosene heater. A lot of your mobile homes, you know, have to burn kerosene. And the gas is up, too. Um. Yeah, but that oil, this winter, uh, I don't know. I think they're going to find a lot of people freezing, a lot of older people like, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll make it barely, but it's not going to be nice and toasty in my house. I know that. So 500 will, what, fill up a half a tank for you? No, no, not even. Your, not even. your average tank is 250 gallons. Oh, my God. So so 100, uh, 100 gallons is 500. 200 gallons is 1,000. And uh, it's going to cost you twelve fifty, thirteen hundred dollars $1,300 to fill your tank. And average... I go through a good two tanks a year, and that's skimping, you know. We got an old house. Well, we could fix that very soon, but um, they're not going to do uh, it. Well, I'm just uh, mm-hmm. throwing that out there. All right, thank because you. People have to buy oil. Oh, my God, yes. Thanks for calling. Okay, Stu. Hello, welcome to the program. Yes, on your, on your clam chowder? Mm hmm. Charlene makes all three, the Manhattan, uh, the Clear, and New England. Good, I like a choice. Now, who's Charlene? That's in Jewett City. Oh, it's the name of the place? Charlene's Diner. All right, Charlene's Diner in Jewett City. Good for you. Three choices. It is right on Main Street. That's the corner. Is that the corner one? Uh, I think it's right next to Uncle Crank's Bar. Okay. I like a choice of three, because sometimes I'm in the mood for one or the other. Yeah, but well, like I say, you make the Manhattan there, too. When I tell Charlene I said hello. All righty. Thank you. Yeah, bye. Charlene's Chowder. Oh, there's a place. Three choices of clam chowder. You're in the air. Welcome. 
Yeah, how you doing? Hello, Walter. You feeling better? Yeah, I feel better now. Good, 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 good. We had good weather today. It's a beautiful day today and more of the same tomorrow. Oh, that'd be good. Hope you we can get it. Hmm? We shouldn't be Halloween here. Halloween, Thanksgiving, turkeys, Christmas. Oh, what? You know how that goes. <laughs> you go Christmas shopping? Well, I haven't started my Christmas shopping yet, but... Uh, get Doc Gooding now. Yeah, I know. And then we're going to turn the clocks back another hour. Why you leave it alone. You're right. Why don't they just leave it alone? Every year they talk about it and then they don't do it. Uh, you know, stop it. Leave us alone. Yeah, leave it alone. That bad. Get out of work at four or so and it's dark. Dark already. Shit, dirty dark already. Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. We'll grin and bear it. <laughs> yeah, I told them all over. Gone Saturday. Well, listen, you uh, you sound better. I'm glad you're feeling better. Okay, I'll talk to you next time. All right, thank you. Bye. Everybody, where everybody where Walter is has a bad cold, but he's do, he's sounding better. WICH 25 before two. 94.5 and 1310WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Swamp Yankee. That's a term that means a lot of things. To some, it's a hick or a redneck. We prefer something along the lines of salt of the earth. To us, they represent those who are good with tools, are fast thinkers, aren't easily lured by shiny modern stuff, and have possibly eaten a possum or two. At Swamp Yankee Arms, they sell firearms to those who wear the term proudly. Whether for hunting, protection, or just peace of mind, Swamp Yankee Arms, 89D North Main Street, Jewett City. Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Okay, so this bike feels like he's capable of a little more than just trips to the convenience store. Oh, also, he wants to let you know that you can buy a gallon of ice cream instead of a pint every time. <laughs> Those are his words. So he said roughly like, blink the last wheel. It doesn't really translate, but the way he said it was super funny. <laughs> Get 24-7 roadside assistance with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Roadside assistance subject to policy terms and limits and may require comprehensive coverage. Thank you, Fast Talker. WICH, you're on. Hey, good afternoon, Stu. How do you do? Hey, my clam man. <laughs> hey, I'd like to thank everybody for the clear clam chowder trips. I just drove by the middle of nowhere restaurant. If I'd known that, I would have oh, in there and got a bowl. <laughs> so you don't never know what's going to happen in the middle of nowhere, huh? I know, yeah. I used to go there all the time in my truck driving days, but well, you now are. I know where I can get some local at Caddyshack and Brody's and Ockham, so I'll be hooked up for a while. Okay, you ask and we will receive for you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a. Uh, if you ever want to get a vanity plate, I got one for you. What you got? WSTU. WSTU. Hmm. Yeah. I'd have that'd to have a good one on your. That'd be a good one on your car. I'd have to have a lot of vanity for that, wouldn't I? <laughs> Vanity, yeah, but you're a fair guy, so it would be kind of a vanity fair. <laughs> you could put French fry on your plate. Yeah, double F or F fry or something. There you go. Yeah, FF fry. <laughs> I don't know how that would look. I don't know. All right, buddy. All right, have a good one. You too. So uh, we got him some good tips where to get that chowder that he likes, the clear chowder. 
I always want, I, I almost all the time I get chowder before my meal. I just got to have the chowder. All kinds of chowder. Something about it, huh? WICH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for personality radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. For nearly 20 years, it was the most common sense idea Washington refused to adopt. Give Medicare the power to negotiate with the drug companies to lower our prescription drug prices. But now, at long last, it's been signed into law. Here's Congressman Joe Courtney. Getting things done in Congress takes persistence. And persistence is how we capped the cost of life-saving insulin and have finally given Medicare the power to negotiate prescription drug prices so we lower seniors' out-of-pocket costs. It's true. Joe Courtney's winning the fight to lower prescription drug prices and reduce our health care costs. The new law Courtney helped pass caps the price of life-saving insulin at $35 a month, even penalizes drug makers who increase their prices more than the rate of inflation, driving your costs down. I'm Joe Courtney, candidate for Congress, and continuing to lower your everyday costs is my top priority, and that's why I approve this message. Paid for by Joe Courtney for Congress. Well, Paul from the Cow Sills was on our program uh, recently, and now they're all over the place. I wish them well in their comeback album that's coming out very soon. It'd be kind of nice if they uh, did make a comeback. It's not easy these days. You know, the music changes so much. So uh, we'll see what happens. Hmm? Here's a little bit of Jimmy Gaffigan. I hope it doesn't sound like I'm picking on her because I'm grateful to have her in my life. It's nice to have a partner, someone looking out for you. You look out for them. Like I did two weeks of shows out of town in December, and when I came home, my wife informed me that she made me an appointment for the gastroenterologist. <laughs> if you're unfamiliar, that's the doctor that sticks the camera up your butt. I mean, they do other things, but that's what they're famous for. That's probably how they attract people to the field. You like photography? <laughs> and I got a job you're gonna love. I didn't ask my wife to set up this appointment. I wasn't sick, I didn't have any symptoms. She just did it because she was looking out for me. So she casually brought it up. She goes, just so you know, I made you an appointment for the gastroenterologist. And I said, just so you know, I won't be going. <laughs> She's like, why wouldn't you go? It's just a consultation. I said, well, it's the principal. I'm an adult. I make my own decisions. Thank you. Anyway, so I'm at the gastroenterologist. <laughs> the doctor starts to describe the procedure. And I said, look, I should probably let you know, I don't really enjoy getting my picture taken. <laughs> I would be open to an ultrasound. I think a lot of men are curious what the jelly on the belly feels like. <laughs> doctor he didn't think it was funny <laughs> and i knew it was precautionary so i agreed so he went over to his computer and he goes all right my next available appointment is in three months and i was like three months this was in december i didn't know if i wanted this procedure hang over my head during the holidays <laughs> jim you want another piece of pie no i'm getting a camera up my butt <laughs> i don't want some team of doctors to be like wow this guy loves pie <laughs> Barry, get out here. He's got a half a pie up there. I didn't know what could delay this important procedure. But part of me didn't want to find out. I didn't want the doctor to be like, well, the real delay is finding someone to clean the camera. That takes 
turnover in that position is insane. You know, people do it once and they're like, you know what, I'm going back on food stamps. <laughs> then I was thinking, maybe it's the doctor. Maybe he's like, dude, I can only do this procedure once a month. <laughs> then I gotta take a week off, sit on the beach, and ask myself why I keep sticking cameras up people's butts. <laughs> I could have been a dentist. <laughs> Again with the dental reference. But in February, I had the procedure, and I think every man in here should get a colonoscopy, because I had to. <laughs> it's not an easy decision, because the best news you can find out from getting a camera stuck up your butt is learning you didn't need to have a camera stuck up your butt. <laughs> That's the best news. Yeah, we didn't need to do that. <laughs> we can just chalk that up, one for fun. And the day before the procedure, you can't eat anything, and I'm a total pig, so I was terrified. But after I was awake for five hours and I hadn't eaten anything, I wasn't hungry. I was suicidal. I was so bored. I was like, what am I supposed to sit here and feel feelings? And then at noon and at 6 p.m., you have to drink this serum that I believe is made by a collaboration of X-Lax and Taco Bell. On the side of the serum, it should have just said, drink this in the bathroom. <laughs> Might want to grab a pillow and a book. Because I tell you, I've had diarrhea before. This is the point where everyone acts like they've never had diarrhea. I don't even know what Jim's talking about to you. Yeah, I'm the only one who's had diarrhea in a hotel hot tub. Okay. Like we're at the same hotel. Diarrhea. I don't want to brag. No, I've had diarrhea, but calling what this serum did to my body diarrhea is an insult to the word diarrhea. My body made noises I didn't know existed. At one point, I thought I stepped on a puppy. I was in the bathroom for hours, for hours, checking email, ignoring phone calls or not, you can't answer the phone in the bathroom because you can't hide the fact you're in the bathroom because there's an echo. Are, are you in a well? Yes, yes, I'm down here in a well. Just no kids in this well, making sure no kids fell in. But I kept getting this call from the doctor's office and I thought there might be important information like someone saying, do not drink the serum. So I answered it, and it was just someone confirming the appointment. And I don't know how someone's supposed to sound when they confirm a colonoscopy, but this person was really casual. They're like, hey, how are you? So we're we gonna see you tomorrow. What are we having, brunch? I thought I was getting a camera up my butt. She gave me the address. The next morning I went there. It wasn't at a hospital or a clinic. It was at some building. Just picture where you imagine the black market would harvest human organs. <laughs> what am I doing here? And I took an elevator to the basement. There was this huge space with all these makeshift rooms with shower curtains. And I was led into one. There was all this talking. You know when you're nervous and you think you hear things? I thought I heard someone go, I can't believe he's here. I want his kidney. I was terrified. And then eventually an anesthesiologist walked in. He gave me a shot and he goes, I just want to go through what's going to happen. Right now I'm giving you some medicine which will knock you out. And when you wake up, you won't remember anything. You okay with that? <laughs> and against every instinct in my body, I just went, okay. 
And the last memory I had is just watching the anesthesiologist leave the room as I heard someone go, I want a spleen. <laughs> and I woke up and I was fine. I mean, I'm pregnant, but I'm fine. <laughs> I'm not pregnant. My wife, I haven't talked to her in an hour. You know, and, but we got five kids and that seems like a lot. And, and frankly, it's too many. It is a lot, but what am I going to do now? It's not like they come with free return shipping. I love, I love having uh, five kids. I travel with them because I don't want to be away from them. And also, I enjoy the look on waitstaff's faces when I walk in with my family. Because my kids are 5, 6, 8, 11, and 13. And we walked into a restaurant in Dallas, and I saw a waitress look at me and my family and quit her job. I mean, she could have been getting off her shift. I just saw her look at us and throw down her apron and storm off. And I felt like we won. But I like being a dad, you know? It's, I try and do one-on-one -on -one time with each of my kids, but it's hard because I travel and there's a lot of them. So sometimes that special daddy and me time is just doing something mundane like going with me to the post office it's like that's right buddy just you and me going to find out why we got this damn slip on our door stick that in the memory bank my dad always making time for me squeezing me into errands I remember walking to the post office and listening to him bitch and moan about the federal government what a guy. <laughs> Try to be a good dad. I got my kids a dog. I rescued a dog. Thank you. Thank you. I, well, it's not like the dog was drowning. The dog wasn't a victim of sex trafficking. I just went in a building, gave a guy money, and got a dog. That's how I rescued it. After that, I rescued a pizza. wait to rescue the dog because the dog was in Jamaica. I don't know if it was on vacation. <laughs> but I rescued a dog from paradise so it could live in my crowded New York City apartment. <laughs> Sometimes I put the leash on the dog and it looks at me like, I used to run on the beach. <laughs> and now I sleep in a cage. <laughs> my only hope is that one day you'll get rescued. But rescue is the language of today, right? And we mean adoption. Now, people don't even say they own dogs. Now people say they're a dog parent. But I feel like dogs are different from kids. Like, you, you never hear a parent say, you know, my son had some behavior problems, so we gave him to a friend who had a farm upstate. <laughs> and we can run around and we'll visit him on weekends. Jim, you're a monster. Hi, I'm Jim Gaffigan. And I wanted to just thank you for watching that video. It just makes me giddy. I mean, not giddy, but makes me happy. And frankly, I don't have much more time on this planet. And I was, I guess if there's anything else I'd want, it would be if you would subscribe, but you don't have to do it. I know you're busy. You know, you're cool. You've got other videos to watch, but if you hit subscribe, I don't know, maybe I'll have the willpower to pull it out. That sounded dirty. Jim Gaffigan, funny man. Thought we'd play that, uh, played that one a long time ago. I thought I would bring it back today on this beautiful day. If you'd like to check in. 
Always looking for requests for comedians that you would like to hear on the program. See if we can find some of their old recordings. And I was looking outside the window. My Stoodopoler window. 64 degrees and sunny. And I was thinking about the days when kids would go out and play. Instead of staying home and going online and texting and whatever kids do. I'd like one time to be driving home and see kids playing outside and throwing a ball around and singing this song. Say, say, oh, playmate, come out and play with me and bring your dollies three. Climb up my apple tree, shout down my rain barrel, fly down my cellar door, and we'll be jolly friends forevermore, more, 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 more. kids there. Now they're older kids. The last time you saw somebody knock on a door, a kid saying, can you come out and play? They usually go, can you come in? We can play video games. Okay. So I miss that stuff. But I sure had plenty of playtime. Stu Breyer with you, WICH. 65 degrees now. That's the highest point of the day. We've been throwing a little bit of everything. That's why we call this the Anything Goes Hour. And we have a few more minutes if you'd like to call in and uh, let us know how you like this stuff. Got some time with Frank. Give me five minutes more. Only five minutes more. Let me stay, let me stay in your arms Here am I begging for only five minutes more Only five minutes more of your charm All week long I dreamed about our Saturday don't you know that Sunday morning you can sleep late? Give me five minutes more, only five minutes more. Let me stay, let me stay in your arms.
got five minutes more. That's good. Five minutes before two. Welcome to the program. Hi, could you tell me what year it is? It's 2022. Oh, oh, okay. I wasn't sure. I thought maybe it was 1964 or something. Mm. Did you have a good year in 1964? Uh, no. Uh, well, yes and no. 1964 was the year I... Had my picture taken with Governor Dempsey and made the uh, Hartford Current. Well, there uh, you see, go. 1964 was the year I changed schools. I hate changing schools. Mm. 1964 was the year I got a, I think it was 1964, yeah, I got a World Almanac for Christmas. Ooh. And I opened to the page of, um, had a picture of John F. Kennedy. Uh, and uh, at the same time, my aunt made me eat an olive, and I barfed Ooh. all over the picture of Kennedy. Oh my God! So it was not. It was not the best year. We had know. a little bit of everything that year, huh? <laughs> yeah, it was quite a mixed bag. She yeah. made you eat an <laughs> olive, really? Oh, I couldn't. Since she made me eat one, it's like Ugh, it came right up. Bouncy, the... bouncy. <laughs> that was the pits, huh? Oof. Yeah, yeah, it was the pits. Yeah. So, um, I wish I had a. Um, a webcam in my kitchen because I'd be all the rage right now on YouTube. I'd probably have a million subscribers. I was just making lunch. I was making myself a chizabugu, I believe they call it in, in French. Chizabugu? A chizabugu, yes. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to put uh, a bottle of tiger sauce back in the fridge and I kind of squeezed it in there amongst the other stuff. Ooh. And a whole pitcher of punch fell out of the refrigerator on the floor and spilled all over the place, oh. splashed up. There was, there was punch everywhere. Oh, were you punchy today? Yeah. I'm a little punchy up here. I mean, Stu, it oh. went up both pant legs. It went in my shoes. It oh went on God. the kitchen counter. It went in Phoebe's dish. I mean, <laughs> But you kept your, you didn't lose your temper. You kept your control, right? I kept my control, absolutely. But, uh, I thought, oh, well, you know, I, I guess I've gotten to the point in life where you don't get upset about these things. Yeah. You just kind of look for the comedy. That's you know? right. Yeah, that's right. you got to look for the I comedy. Thought, Gee, Stu wasn't here to enjoy it. He could have been covering it live on the air. You know? I should have been covering it, yes. So and what about Phoebe, uh, what about Phoebe? Went, Phoebe licking it? I went it? in the other room, and Phoebe was just, like, what the heck is going on in there? Did she uh, yeah. lick the juice up or what? No? no, no, I had to give her fresh food, and it had, uh, this was, uh, this was actually a nice punch, uh, like a holiday punch that Dale Plummer made. It mm-hmm. had, um, uh, apple cider and orange juice and cinnamon, and I think it had ginger. Really yummy stuff, and I spilt the whole pitcher. So you know how those, oh. you know how those things travel. You may find them in the bedroom. Who? You know, the, when you spill something, it just kind of 
goes all over the floor and into... Oh, I don't want it. In, it's bad enough that it ruined the kitchen. Yeah. Now I'm going to have to have the landlord for a new kitchen. Really? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I know you're kidding. Right? You want to keep the apartment? I keep a towel on the oven door because I grabbed that and I just mm-hmm. mopped the whole floor up with it. There you go. I actually have a new vacuum cleaner that will uh, that will suck up liquid like water, but I don't know how to use the whole thing. So you have to take part of the attachment out and turn it upside down and do the hokey pokey. And mm-hmm. so I just sopped it all up with mm-hmm. a towel. And I'm going to go outside after your show and suck on the towel. Now, I don't know if you heard this story before, but I just got a new apartment not years and years ago. And it was the nicest apartment I ever had because I lived in dumps most of the time in my early days. Yeah. And I bought a big jar of orange juice, and I opened the top, and the bottom fell out. So you were just talking about this on the air? Well, a long time ago I talked about oh, it. Oh, a long time ago, okay. But I've never seen anything like that happen before. The boom, the bottom just fell oh, the out. The bottom fell out. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. On That's that really no- odd. On that new- note. <laughs> well, how long had it been in the refrigerator? A year? I know, yeah, I just got it. Just I just got it through. I got to go. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Goodness gracious. WICHAM 1310, please be kind.